hello, everyone. Welcome to Directly to You, the 68th episode of that. Um, I mean, some might say the 67th episode because I wasn't here for the last one, so it didn't oh. exist. <laughs> is, that, is that how that works? <laughs> um, usually, when somebody's not on it, that means they died. Directly to you died last week. That's oh, right. wow. <laughs> how does that make me feel? No, no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I died last week. It's cool. Um, there's a story behind that, but we'll get to that after I see how, how are you guys doing. How are you doing, Parker? I'm doing great. Um, very excited to... That was it. You guys don't need to hear from me very much. I'm yeah. excited to have our friend Max on. How are you doing, Max? Hey, yeah, I'm already good. Gonna, yeah, I'm glad to I was be uh, segue into that. You stepped be, all over it. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you segue? Pretend I'm not here. Do you segue now? Uh, he are, the, Parker already messed it up. Uh, I was going to be like, also here. Yeah. He's from Lupin's Max. I mean, you came back from the dead. I need to sabotage you a little bit. <laughs> so it's true. You're trying to kill me know. all over again. Yeah. It's true. Um, uh, but yeah, Max is here. He does loot pot stuff. Loot pots is like, uh, do you, you guys do like general game and stuff, or is it mostly Nintendo? It's literally all Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. So okay, the, it's just the web, Yeah, we literally do like reviews and news just for Nintendo. Um, okay. There's a YouTube channel and stuff too, but we'll, I'll do some plug-in later. You know, I'll get, I'll, I'll fit it in. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Uh, so, what are you guys playing? Do you want to do housekeeping stuff first? We could do housekeeping. AJ, you died. Yeah, you forgot. I have done it. You all know, the things. Well, that's better. Oh, okay. Isn't it? housekeeping stuff you know uh if you like this channel a lot and you want to help support it you can go to youtube.com slash fanatics4 and click the join button and become a member for four dollars and 99 cents what do you get for that you get loyalty badges emotes gaming time with us from time to time you get switch keys it's a great time it's fun you get it's great you know <laughs> um also still working on twitch that'll become a thing eventually if twitch answers emails but did you get any traction from no. I saw you retweeting people retweeting yeah. zero <laughs> zero zero traction because Bob retweet it like I mean I with all my pulling power have retweeted it and nothing seems <laughs> to be getting done like it's crazy yeah Twitch is garbage um and maybe yeah. that's why we're not getting traction because I've been very transparent with my disdain for Twitch even before all of this <laughs> um so maybe that's why uh but yeah that's it for the housekeeping stuff what are we playing <laughs> Yeah, I'll go ahead and go first just because why not? I guess. Um, so we'll talk more about one of the games that came out yes. that we'll, we've been playing some, but I've also been playing um, Okami. Oh, been trying cool. to. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was the one, Max, that I was like, you'll have some thoughts on this. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know you've played it. Um, I started it, I bought it a while ago, and it's just kind of been sitting there waiting for a time that I knew I'd be able to get around to it. Um, so yeah, I've been playing that, and and it's good fun. I so I'm probably like seven ish hours in. I don't know how far that is. It seems like it's like a 35, 40 ish hour kind of length. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a point cool. in the game where you think you finished, and then uh, actually that's like halfway through, and you're like, oh yes, more Ooh. more game. In a good way or a bad oh, way? A good way. Oh, I yeah, guess yeah, a yeah, good yeah, way. Yeah. Like the okay. best, some of the best content in the second half of it. Yeah, it's really good. Okay. So, and that, I guess that's one of my thoughts and curious your thoughts on it, Max, is like, I'm, I'm enjoying it and it's a good time, but like, I've seen a lot of other people say something to the effect of like, that's the game that like sold gaming for me or like, that's, you know, like that it's a, just a masterpiece or whatever, which again, it's very good. But like, so far I haven't really hit the point where I'm like, yeah, it's definitely a masterpiece or anything like that. Um, like right now I feel like I could kind of just 
put it down and not end up coming back to it and be fine with it. I'm sure that's blasphemous. <laughs> well, I actually like. So <laughs> I, I played thoughts. about 13 hours because so I never played it on the PS2 or Wii or mm-hmm. where else it released yeah. on PS3. Any of the new releases when it came out on Switch, I was like, yeah, I'll pre-order that and I'll I'll get that now. Um, and I played about 12 hours of it. Like I was just sitting at a friend's house. Um, he was playing RuneScape on his phone, so I was like, I'll play something that I can play, like whatever. Classic. And I played about, uh, yeah, I played about 13 hours of it just sitting there, and then I just didn't play it for about three or four months. And I sort of picked it up a couple of months ago, um, and then just like burned through the rest of it, and I like, really, was really into it. Um, but it's one of those games where it's kind of like a Zelda game. I mean, it's very much set up like a Zelda game, isn't it? Dungeons and the big open yeah. world. Um, but I like sort of finishing things and like having little things to finish. Um, and obviously, mm-hmm. it's a gorgeous game, and it's got like a really good... Uh, set of bosses a really good soundtrack it's, it, it, it's definitely like up there and it's definitely like playing it now I'm still like this holds up really well it's not like a PS2 yeah. game where you're like oh I'm, I'm playing a PS2 game it's like this could have come out this year and I'd be like yes let's let's have it let's have it <laughs> so the comparison I hear a lot is specifically to Twilight Princess um, yeah, Twilight Princess more. is one of my least favorite Zelda games ah. uh, <laughs> because I always feel like I don't want to be this though. I want to be Link. <laughs> and, like it, it's not fun to be to play as the wolf. Is does it feel better to control? The, the, I don't know if you transform in Okami. I don't know that much about the game. You are a but, wolf. Um, you are a wolf. Does it feel good? Does it not oh, yeah. feel clunky and like it shouldn't be the thing that you control for twenty plus hours? No, I think different. So yeah. Twilight Princess is obviously built. That's just like a subset of it. You are Link and then you become the wolf, whereas this is entirely right. built around the wolf. And I think the mm-hmm. whole game is actually so... The game originally started out as you just controlling the wolf, so like they had that nailed when they made the game, and it wasn't until later that all of the sort of paint stuff came into it and the art style all changed and things like this. So like the very core of it is controlling the wolf, and that's why it's okay. probably it feels really good, because um, it's all mm-hmm. built around that. Okay. I think, yeah, I I definitely agree with the... Um, even just like running around the world feels really fluid. I, the only thing that bugs me about it is the camera feels really slow compared to like the camera that we're used to these days. I feel like with like, I don't know, Breath of the Wild or whatever, like you can just like, you know, nudge it a little bit and get some traction going. Whereas in here, I'm kind of like, yeah. <laughs> just trying to like shove it over there. But besides that, like running around is is just fun and you get it's kind of like a super mario 3d world kind of thing where you get a boost after running a little bit okay, so yeah. like with that it's like run 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 and so similarly here and you can you can force the first boost and then the second one is just like after you've been running for you know like 200 feet whatever i don't know um all of a sudden you start going even faster so it's just like it's just fun to run around and traverse around it's kind of like you know horse riding in in zelda games yeah. i guess um but it sort of does that kind of a feeling what, yeah, what, exactly. Any, what do you think? So the only two gripes I really have with the game are one, um, the combat scenarios where like it just sort of forces you into like a little arena, as opposed to there being enemies around that you can fight, and like the things will chase you at night, and then you're just sort of forced into combat. That I didn't like, and mm-hmm. also the cutscenes—they're so long, and there's just so <laughs> much really text, <laughs> and it's just like me 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 me, and like the same, yeah. some of the writing's really funny, some of the writing's kind of like crude and a bit sort of like this seems really out of place, but like it is. <laughs> It's so they're so long. It's a good story, but yeah. oh, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's Hideki Kamiya, which I didn't realize mm-hmm. beforehand, and it's just I like makes sense. I I actually don't know if I've played another. I haven't played Bayonetta yet. Um, I'll get around to that at some oh. point. I know. Yeah. So, mm. uh, but it, like it just makes sense knowing him. But you're right. Like it's the cutscenes are just long, and like you're right, they are funny 
for sometimes and here and there but like it feels like it just kind of beats a dead horse a little bit too where it's trying to give characters a lot of characteristics and that they kind end of up thing repeating but... them over and over again because it's who they are especially the exactly the little, the little what's his name Isun Isun yeah yeah so he's yeah. he's like he's got his things that he'll sort of repeat and say over and over again um, yeah. which is just part of his character but yeah there's a character you'll meet uh-huh. later on um, oh, it's, it's talking about fruit from before uh, melons you you don't know what I'm talking okay. about when you get there I'm sure people that have played it will understand what I'm talking oh. about but not, the, not the French guy no 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 no, no. okay no, no, no. I this met is the like, French guy yeah, that's yeah, yeah. about where I'm at a mysterious French man uh-huh <laughs> so yeah I've been playing it it's fun I um now that I've but the next game that I'll, I'm playing, we'll talk about in a second, but I'll let somebody else go first because we'll spend a lot more time on that one. So, Max, what have you been playing? Uh, yeah, I've so really recently I've only been playing uh, Harry Potter Wizards Unite, which uh, is not really a Nintendo game, so I'm not sure how relevant it is, but I know you've played a little bit. I Parker. mean, it's related to Pokemon yeah, Go. It's, yeah, well, yeah, it's not antique, isn't it? So that makes sense. Cool, I can talk about it then. Excellent, thank you. <laughs> Parker, you, you've played a bit of it. What, what do you think? I have played a bit of it. Uh, a bit. Um... Yeah, very, very much a bit. Like, I've opened it probably fewer than 10 times and been like, there's a thing around here. So I haven't done any of the equivalent to, like, Pokestops or gyms or any of that kind of stuff. I don't really even know what those are. Um, All I've really done is seen, you know, like, done some spells on some equivalent of the Wizards Unite version of Pokemon Ghost catching Pokemon, but it's, you know, dispelling fragments bad creatures i guess yeah 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 that's the one are you are you a big pokemon go fan like you you play pokemon go i i enjoyed it for i was really excited about it before it came out um just the the promise of it and stuff and i kind of fell off it i haven't like done a whole lot yeah at this point a resurgence in pokemon go do you play pokemon go aj yeah i play pokemon go do you still Um, play it now not really because like how i played it before was the same way i play it now which is like I have to remember that it exists. Yeah, like, yeah. it's not <laughs> like I don't actively go to do yeah. it. I'm like, oh, I'm here out in the city or doing whatever. So put yep. on my goals, a thing. But mm-hmm. um, now I just always forget. Like um, with the Pokeball Plus, uh, Nintendo sent that to me, and I had to actively remind myself that you can put Pokemon in there. <laughs> and I, <laughs> very few times I've actually done it, so mm-hmm. I didn't get a whole lot of mileage mm-hmm. out of that. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I, I feel like for anybody that uses like public transportation and stuff too, it's a lot more like I don't know about beneficial, but something like that where like you'll be more liable to remember it than you know. I just I have a thirty-five minute commute to work and then I come home. Yeah. <laughs> well, for the Pokeball Plus, yeah, definitely. But like the playing trying to play Pokemon Go on the bus, that was a that was a struggle. Mm. I was like when I was, yeah. when I was taking the bus, I was just like hoping the bus would slow down in certain places so I could just spin the stop furiously, hoping it yeah. would come in. <laughs> And like, so I've played a lot of Pokemon Go. Like I've, got, I've got a group of friends that we, we go out all the time and play it, do all the community days and things like that. So when this came out, and recently I've sort of had this, this thing of Pokemon Go where it's like, what else is there to do but check for shinies and then click off if they're not shiny right now? You know, there's not any sort of good or mm-hmm. you know, decent new things. When this came out, I'm not a big Harry Potter fan, but I was like, it's something new, there's some progression to do. So I'm like level 18, which is like, I'm like the highest in the sort of 27 people I have as a friend group by like a large margin. I'm like going out mm-hmm. and playing. It's good to get out and play. Like it's fun. It's just, it's just not that sort of connection that Pokemon had. Um, mm-hmm. I can definitely yeah. see myself playing this in the summer unless they revitalize or do a new Pokemon Go event. And then I'll be like, okay, I'll come back to this when Pokemon goes boring again. And yeah, mm-hmm. I, am, I am enjoying it though. Um, the, the thing for this 
for me that like didn't connect for Pokemon because it's like when that first came out and especially since like I was still uh, going to college at Full Sail in Florida um, and that's like obviously it's a school for nerds basically so it's like everybody knows what Pokemon is everybody's playing Pokemon Go so it's like so many people would be like yeah well let's go do this raid let's go do this gym battle let's yeah, yeah, do yeah. whatever um, so that was a lot more um, it was easier for me to get into and it was something I would have did anyway because I like Pokemon I've never seen a Harry Potter movie in my life you know. <laughs> so it's like no so it's like I care zero about this like when people were like oh this is coming out my <laughs> I've definitely seen them all at least once. I think I might not have seen the last one thinking about it, but I'm not a big Harry Potter fan. I'm really just in it for the mm -hmm. sort of like it's like Pokemon Go, but I mean, you know, there's new things to find, and it's 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 not the same stuff I've been mm -hmm. looking at for the last. I've completed like the Gen One decks and Pokemon, Gen Two decks. I've got all everything but the regionals in Gen Three. I can't be bothered to try and sort of find the really rare Gen Four one. So it's like, what am I going to do? You know. Right. And I have to be constantly yeah. playing something on my phone, otherwise I'm not a human being, so I have to <laughs> have something to do. So Harry Potter is. There you Just go. scroll yeah. Twitter endlessly like I do. Oh, I do that. I do that. Sometimes I like I close Twitter and then reopen Twitter immediately. Same. Yeah, Same. yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, just the habit of like I had something I was going to open. It's like, no, that was that was the thing you were just doing. So, yeah, it's a don't worry about anything. It. It's good. like you open a refrigerator and it's like, why did I even come here? I'm not hungry. <laughs> Three o'clock every day I open it just because that's when things happen. That's when people start waking up. Nintendo starts tweeting. Um, news starts happening and it gives us something mm -hmm. to do. Especially when like it hits three o'clock and then things are just popping up in the loot pots group and it's time to start writing things or not if you're me and mm -hmm. you have to be at work. So, so yeah, I've been playing Harry Potter. That's interesting, yeah. Hmm. And I've also, so this, I've also been playing Bloodstained on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a game I've been really excited for for ages. I'm a huge, I don't know if you know this about me, uh, either of you, huge Metroid fan. I don't know if I've ever mentioned that or said it on Twitter. Or <laughs> I really keep it, I keep, I it, don't know. I keep it hidden. Seems um, familiar. Yeah. Um, Never so I've been saw really, that before, ever. <laughs> yeah. I do once. <laughs> so I've been really excited for this come out because I also love Castlevania games. Um, and when the Kickstarter came out, I was sort of quite sceptical of Kickstarter games, so I just didn't back it. I just hoped it would happen. But Shovel Knight. Yeah, no, that was another one I wanted to do, and Hollow Knight, and uh, Time Spinner, and uh, Blasphemous, all games that you know I could have been supporting years ago and didn't. I feel like a fraud when I say I like these games, but you know. <laughs> but yeah, I've been playing it. one of the only ones that I remember supporting is Ukulele, and I didn't... yes, no, do you know what? Mm. that was one. That was one that I looked it, at and was like, it, I want it to exist, but I don't want to play it, so I'm not. Yeah, going back it wasn't like. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say it was a bad game. It wasn't like the worst case scenario for yeah. like Kickstarter games, but it definitely was like if I was to support one game, that wouldn't be the one. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, you know, I picked up ukulele just after I finished Mario Odyssey. I was like, let's do some more 3D yes, platforming, and then like the drop in quality and the drop right. in like yeah, mm. like Mario Odyssey. Uh, this is a bit of a tangent, but Mario Odyssey. It feels like. When you do things by accident, it's like the game knows what I'm supposed to do this. It rewards you. Like, oh, I've just, I've just used the game's mechanics to get up at this tower, and there's some coins up here. They expected me to do this. Whereas you clearly, it's like mm -hmm. this thing you actually have to do in the game. You have to feel like you're doing it wrong to do it. Yeah, yeah. It's like I was like, oh yeah, I know. I'll slide down this this thing, and it's like, okay, this sliding doesn't feel right. It's like, oh, but here's here's the goal. Like, this, this is apparently right. Okay then. Uh -huh. Yeah. yeah. No, I've been watching. That. Go Sorry, go ahead. What, what are you going to say? You, you go first. Oh no, I was British just politeness. like, yeah, <laughs> within the, um, yeah, like the, the Mario stuff. Yeah, I was playing and we'll get to this more later, but Super Mario Maker 2, um, oh, really? some of the like Nintendo made levels and stuff. And it's just like, 
having secrets places in platformers or i mean really any games but just having secrets places where you're like i don't know maybe there's a thing here like seems like maybe that's a pattern and then it turns out that it is like that's just so rewarding and so like to build any kind of game where everything is exactly how it seems you'd think like oh well that's good enough and then the secrets are just bonus and like no i think at this point we're kind of built to know that we want like even subconsciously like we want the extra stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah whether that's good or bad it's F- finding secrets is definitely like one of the most rewarding things in games like they can give you experience mm-hmm. they can give you you know new gear and stuff but like finding mm-hmm. a little secret area even if it's just like an easter egg and they're just like thanks for finding it um mm-hmm. like gato roboto when i found the gato yep. roboto you think that was that's like a highlight of my life actually 20 25 years <laughs> and that's the highlight of my life it's finding that little like seeing that room and being like i can probably get up there and then working out and getting there and like that was more rewarding than actually finishing the game. I finished the game and was like, oh, I wish I found that secret, and that was it. Like that was that was the end. <laughs> I want to feel that high again, but I never quite got uh-huh. there. So yeah. secrets. Mm-hmm. What's the secret? Is there turkey in this game? Is there turkey in Bloodstained? Like the chicken in Castlevania? <laughs> um, I haven't seen anything. I haven't, well, you know, I've only played about an hour and a half of it because I kept dying. Well, the game thinks an hour and a half because I kept dying against um, a boss, which is not like me mm-hmm. ever. Never die. Um, and yet here I am off. dying constantly. Um, mm-hmm. The game is definitely broken. Definitely. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you know what? It's the Switch port. But if I was playing this on the yeah. PS4, I'd be doing right. fine. They've broken the Switch port. They're making me die. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, have you noticed anything just with the Switch port and that whole thing? Yes. So like, I, I'm okay. in this point. So like, when I played the demo on PC, I was like, this game feels kind of sluggish. And then when I watched the new trailer, I was like, looks like they've sort of sped things up a bit. Um, picking up the Switch version, it feels like the original sluggishness, but I don't know if that's mm. just because it's at 30 FPS and I'm noticing it, or because it, it definitely it's definitely noticeable it's 30 FPS. It's definitely noticeable that the visuals are worse. It's definitely noticeable that the character models aren't as good and the words keep disappearing when they when the, the text comes up. There's like a blank space, but she'll say the word and then it'll just go onto the next word in the text. Like yeah, it's weird. Um, there's definitely exactly. there's definitely issues with it, and it's a shame that um, I really hype myself up and then waited for the switch port not thinking yeah, like, it's, there's a it's weird because it's like um nintendo emailed me and they're like hey you want this game and i'm like sure why not um and then like as soon as all that news started coming out like the switch port sucks blah blah, blah they like went radio silent they're like oh, no really? we don't want you to talk about this oh. <laughs> so it was like I, I don't know what's going on with that but that probably, I mean, that's, interesting. people were saying that when the when the switch port came out what was that this tuesday um and they were saying guess we know why they were keeping quiet about it while they did the whole like week break because all the reviews are going to be out and everyone's going to go bloodstains 10 out of 10 it's an amazing game you know it runs really well and then the switch port comes out and it's like don't look yeah at that. look at these look at the metacritic look at all these reviews <laughs> and yeah it's a shame i mean I, mm-hmm. i'm hoping that they patch it and they update it because it's a game i want to finish um and it's yeah. a game because it it's a game I'm, i am enjoying it um when it when i'm not dying and <laughs> i want to see more of it i mean you know, i'm finding secrets so i'm playing a castlevania game it sounds like a castlevania game it, it, it you know it kind of looks it's got the sort of visuals of a castlevania game but it's all things considered, like I, I feel like I understand it that they the reason that they went this route or whatever. Like, it's probably better in the long run that they had at least some of the versions working well at the beginning. I mean, it still sucks, but um, as opposed to kind of if they had a limited number of resources, spreading themselves thin and trying to like kind of fix everything all at the same time. Like, it it makes sense that they'd be like, okay, that one, like the Switch version, has a lot of issues. We should at least make these ones good right now and then like we'll focus everything we have on the switch version yeah. as soon as we possibly can like it makes sense but at the same time it sucks <laughs> like, well, it's easy. Like, maybe at that like point they, they should have do that they needed to like just 
just right, to say, we need two months. Yeah, to delay it two months. Yeah. Which I would, I would have been upset by, and I probably would have bought it on PC, but then I probably would have bought it again on Switch in a fixed capacity and been like, yeah, now I can play it hand hand, I'll play through it again, excellent. Like, just to support them as well, because, you know, it's just, it's good. It's a good game. It needs to be supported. Um, I'm glad that they have outright said, you know, after sort of a, a little bit of silence, sort of, what's it, like two days of silence, something like that? They were like, mm. yeah, we know, we're going to fix it, we're going to dedicate resources to it. But they want to do it in chunks. Which I feel is a little bit. I mean, it make, makes sense to get areas playable, but am I going to have to like play an area, say the game, and go come back next month <laughs> when they yeah, release the patch yeah. for this area, like an episodic situation? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but we'll, you know, we'll see how it goes. I'll probably end up finishing it in this form and going, "That was an ugly game, wasn't it?" And then not actually realizing how beautiful it is on on other consoles. Mm-hmm. Other consoles don't exist, so you know what? Am I? Of course not. No. Of course not. <laughs> Obviously not, especially not after. Well, no, I'm going to talk about Cadence of Hyrule first. I've been playing Cadence of Hyrule. Nice. Uh, it's cool. I like it. I don't know what Bob's talking about. Bob said it's not a good game. <laughs> what was that? that was, it was funny too. No, he was on. I think it was on the um, the Wolf Den Live. Um, uh, but we, uh, we streamed it on one of the Sunday yeah. streams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just, I'm just, on inst- mm-hmm. uh, I'm just unsubscribing to Bob for saying that. Hang on a minute. Same. Yeah. I've unsubscribed from Bob many times for dumb things Bob says. Um, but no, it's like I can I understand why he said because he's not like a Zelda fan in the first place, oh, okay. and he's that like, if sense. I don't even like this formula, like played straight, I don't want to like have a spin on it, yeah, you know, yeah. like a, and that like in his mind slows it down. Mm. Where it's like I wouldn't say it slows it down; it just changes the pace of it to be rhythmic, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like a like it doesn't turn it into like a turn based game, right? Like it no, just yeah. changes the pace. Uh, Have you finished so, it? No, I haven't finished it yet. Just because so many other things in the in the interim between when you're I got bit, it, because I didn't get it, I didn't get it at launch mm-hmm. because I was like I didn't know if Nintendo was going to send it or not. Yeah, I don't be saying like, yeah, yeah. I didn't do the whole thing. So I bought it after I was like, okay, this is within the span of time that they're just not going to send it, so I'm just going to buy it. Um, so I bought it and I've been playing it like here and there, like getting through like bits and pieces of the game at a time. Uh, I feel like this whole Mario Maker thing is probably going to like kick that game down the road a little bit. Um, just because, yep. probably, yeah, because like it, yep. I, I think that I'm probably not going to touch any other game, probably not even Smash Brothers for a while, just because like I want to go deep in the like designing levels for Mario Maker. Yep, good so. call. Yeah, I, I thought the Cadence of Hyrule thing was funny, too. Especially just how he was talking about it was funny, because like, he was like, yeah, I mean, it's just not a good game or whatever. And then he was like, uh, it was funny, because he was being like very objective about it being a bad game. But then other people would be, but they couldn't be, ob- I don't know. It was just, just funny. And I was dumb. like, Bob's a big dumb. <laughs> You're dumb. <laughs> he doesn't know who I am, so I can say it. Yeah, Bob's, Bob's a big dumb. Yeah. See, that's the but, thing. I mean, you, you, you got to like be it. on that's the fine. spectrum. You got to either know him really well or not know him at all. <laughs> <laughs> you can say whatever you want. If we were acquaintances, uh, I'd be too scared. I don't want you know. I don't want to get blasted. No. Yeah. Next thing you know, there's, there's yeah. a, a diss track on Wolf Den <laughs> yeah. about loot pots, and it's all your fault. Oh God. <laughs> all things considered, though, even if like it, it doesn't take that long to beat one time through. Like mm. I still have no idea technically what my like six hours. It just, hours just it counts it, doesn't it, constantly? Yeah, twenty hours it took me. <laughs> It's somewhere between five hours and sixty-five hours, and I don't know what it is, but whatever. Um, oh yeah, because yeah, it's on the it's, it's on the, the thing now, isn't it? The the play time. Ah, 
It is, yeah. Excellent. But I started a second game as well, so yeah. I've got some in there. So it says ten hours, but I don't know how much. I don't know. We hundred, we hundred percent, right? We we both hundred percent, yeah. didn't we? Because we were like, yeah, we, were we like, did. Discussing on Twitter, like, where is this? Oh my god, you found this shit, you found this shit. And you, like, I think you saved me in the end. You were like, it's here. And I was like, oh my god, this exists. I know, I know where it is. The last half is going to go through your threads to like <laughs> reap the benefits yeah. of all your hard work <laughs> the last heart piece that i couldn't find was straight up just sitting in a house in kakariko village that like i just hadn't gone in there was just a shop in kakariko oh, village yeah 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 because i went to the the one where you do the bow and arrow stuff and mm-hmm. i did that but then i just like i guess when i first got there i was like i'm gonna go wake link up because <laughs> i played a zelda um which same I feel you like... mean boy zelda you're gonna wake up boy zelda <laughs> no you I, played I played as girl, girl zelda. exactly yes i went to go wake you up played boy as zelda. Girl, you played girl link right i played as girl no, link. No, no, girl <laughs> zelda girl <laughs> zelda have you ever played the game before the game's called zelda um i played as girl zelda too i was nice. like i always play as boy zelda i don't need to play as yeah girl zelda. exactly it just seemed like oh this will be fun i want to play as her theoretically some in breath of the wild too anyway so yeah, just yeah. start it off early as it were but yep. yeah it's a fun game but yeah all that to say it's not all that long so like you could probably get back into it and finish it up in a yeah, day at yeah. some point it's like, you, yeah, probably yeah, really like to it. finish it but 100 percent it probably mm-hmm. hundreds of hours hundreds of hours 100 percent because that last <laughs> that last bottle was just just elusive it's just going to be an extra hour because I can go through all your tweet threads. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I was going to scroll through and go, all this there it there is. Look yep. for the raised Sheikah stone. That's all I can say. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but yeah, AJ, you and I have also been playing but something even different. Before you different, start right? that, yeah, can I jump in before you do that? And just, you absolutely can. AJ, I'm really proud of you for going through not only Bloodstained um, and Okami uh, without saying it was weeb trash. And I really appreciate Our name, you not jumping in stuff. and saying that. <laughs> Um, I really appreciate yeah. you saying that. Not uh-huh. saying that either. Um, I was see, worried. That's the thing. That's the thing. I don't. Okami, maybe. Maybe Okami's nerd stuff. Um, <laughs> Bloodstain? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, TBD on that. Oh, okay, fine. Um, what's funny is a lot of times it'll be stuff that's like. Also. Because you, you watch a you know a lot of anime and stuff and it's stuff that's like more anime-esque or whatever yeah. although i guess it's more like the sword art online version of anime mm-hmm. as opposed to my hero academia or whatever my, this whole um, joke start and yeah. it's a joke yeah. <laughs> um this whole joke started as because uh me and bob were playing or he was playing and i was heckling him as is <laughs> the schedule every sunday at 8 p.m anyway um and he was playing uh diablo and all i can hear is the audio from his game like i'm not looking at the gameplay i'm reading the chat and i'm listen to him play the game and i hear like some fantasy like you know like the the old timey like fantasy <laughs> like accent in the game in a cutscene. i was like this to go to the- yes 100 yeah. <laughs> and i was like this sounds like some nerd right um uh-huh. and everybody in the chat at first they were so angry like they were very mad and they're like you run a video game channel and blah blah, blah. i'm like the joke is like way up yeah. you, you leave you guys <laughs> like, alone I'm like, uh-huh. that's, that's the entire joke. <laughs> but then it, it went even further because they're like, what about Pokemon? I was like, yeah, Pokemon, it's on a different, it's on a much lower tier of nerd stuff because literally everybody <laughs> yeah, knows yeah. what Pokemon is. You ask your Pokemon's grandma. Pokemon's the normy thing in the entire world. Exactly. Yeah. Like if, if Pokemon's nerd stuff, then you're talking about like Avengers is nerd stuff and it's like everybody watches that. Not anymore. Yeah. It's it just yeah, like exactly. you, you, you get to a certain point where you, you pass the threshold. <laughs> And Diablo is squarely within the nerd stuff. The, ba- the battlefield's oh. definitely changed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- th- all that to say, no, no, no. Uh, 
Bloodstain, that's safe TBD. I didn't play it yet. I need to hear dialogue. Um, but Okami, nerd go stuff. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah, whatever. Great. Go do, do so your Mario, Mario, Mario Maker now. Go on yeah, there you go. AJ, what do you think? You you gotten to play it more than I have so far. I played... Well, so last night, I played some just regular Super Mario Bros. World, whatever. Um, New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Played mm-hmm. some of that. And then at 11 p.m., friggin' Mario Maker 2 oh, showed up snaps. as playable. And I played it for like, I don't know, like an hour and a half or so. And then I went to bed because I had to go to bed. <laughs> and I then I played much, I a did, little bit more today. I did not do that. Um, so I was watching Bob stream it because he he did the he's an illegal no he did <laughs> he got it from a store that broke uh, street date um, nice. so he's been playing it since like I don't know like eight o'clock eight p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eastern um, was the online so, stuff available at that point or was he yeah. just building levels mm-hmm. and whatnot? Oh, he's okay. not going to build levels we're going to get into that um, <laughs> well he might he might build levels here and there but not like I'm going to build levels. Dang it. That's right. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, I was watching him play it. And dying I, like, it, Bobby? I saw a lot. Hmm? That applies for him. I said, dying it, Bobby? <laughs> that's you know, true. I wonder, if anybody, I wonder how often yeah. he gets that. Um, true. But, yeah, so, I was watching him do a lot of, like, the online multiplayer stuff. Because I was like, I want to try that. And then I saw how laggy that was. And I was like, I don't, I'm not even going to bother. Um, I saw him do the story mode. And I was like, there's no point in me doing that. Because he just played through a lot of it. I don't really care about that. Um, so, it's like, I want to do... Because I know we're both going to make Mario Maker videos. It's going to happen. So I want to mm-hmm. do something that's like distinctly different from what he's going to talk about. And what I feel like most people are going to talk about. And that's the playing aspect of playing Mario. Mm-hmm. So I want to get heavy into making levels. And not like on like the, the sort of thing of like, this is impossible. You'll never be able to beat this level. But like well designed. Right. So like challenging, hard, you know, but not impossible. Um, mm-hmm. So I wanted to do like... Uh, this whole process of like looking through tutorials of like actual like level design not just like how to build levels in mario maker and like that sort of thing but like look at like how level design is done um watch videos and like do all that um interviews if i can find them yes 100 (laughs) percent. yes this is nerd stuff um so yeah, I wanted, I wanted to like go and look at all that but for the first level i wanted to see like okay but like what can i do just knowledge of like playing games um Mm -hmm. so i spent a really long time like thinking like okay how am i going to make this level what elements am i going to use because like i don't want it to get like too out of like if you look at a a nintendo mario level they're not they're not going to have like 14 different kinds of enemies there it's not going to be like all these different types of blocks like they they use like four to five elements max and that's mm-hmm. like the entirety of the level. So I wanted to think about how how was I going to do that and then make that challenging and cohesive. Um, so I spent a lot of time on doing that. And that levels up if you want to play it. If you want nice. to play it, the code well, I think is I might. on my Twitter. Nice. I, it is dumb. Apparently, you can't. There's like some kind of weird limitation-y things. Like you know, you can't uh, thirty-two just, levels. I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I was gonna say, like, even the friends thing is just a little bit odd. Where like you can't, you know, like. Well, Max, you're not apparently going to get it, so never mind. Oh, but like, you, AJ and I are friends. To, to convince me, right? Oh, yeah, exactly. That's, that's uh, do, it. do it now. <laughs> you got to do it. Go. You got to get it. it because then you can play all my levels. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so true. That's true. And I can critique them as actual levels, not just Mario Maker levels. Yeah, like <laughs> I want you, I want on loot pots reviews of my there levels. Go. Here we go. <laughs> I'll pitch Honestly, it. like. 
I think the thing that sold me on Mario Maker wasn't the concept of just like you can make Mario levels because like in and of itself that's not but it was like seeing people play levels where it's like oh that's some cool just cool stuff that they're doing that like it's themed after something or whatever you know like I uh, the one that I'm working on I'm not going to say what's themed after because I'm just hoping that it doesn't happen before I get done with it but <laughs> it's probably going to happen before I get done with it so, <laughs> but whatever <laughs> yeah um, but you know in any case it's like it's kind of like telling a story through the thing or whatever where like that happens in Mario games but not all that much so maybe more along the lines of um like donkey kong tropical freeze like that kind of a thing um or you know even further yes exactly <laughs> excellent yeah um so that's just fun stuff i aj what are your thoughts so far just like ui and just using the game and playing the game in terms of making the levels and whatnot so i've been playing the game entirely in handheld mode like to the point mm -hmm. where like my switch started dying and usually i'm like all right this is the time i gotta dock it because my desk is across the room uh -huh. like, all the thing. <laughs> um, but i was like nah forget that i'm gonna unplug it and then plug it in like just charge it handheld um mm -hmm. which people were talking about like you couldn't use the button controls in handheld mode i think you launch. can't yeah you can't use the like um the same configuration as when you play docked or whatever as far as like clicking a to select an item and putting it on a place or oh, whatever okay okay um, okay but you can still yeah you can still use obviously the joystick to like move the camera around and like all the shortcut things as far as like you know l to erase things and multi-grabs and all those so, I, so you I'd can't pick a move with the like, sticks you can't, I, you can't like so let's say i'm playing on the screen with a pro controller and i'm picking and put, putting blocks down i take it out and now i have to use a touch screen right is that how it works to, pretty to, much yeah okay to like put things to place put things, things pretty much yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly like it makes so, sense so for me it's like when i'm playing that i didn't even think to do that you know like that seems yeah. like you're going out of your way to complain about like something that is unintuitive like you mm. can't do this unintuitive thing <laughs> How dare they? Yeah. Like, what, if you have the touchscreen where you could just take this thing and drag it over, why would you mm -hmm. use an analog mm -hmm. stick to do that? Um, like, and that's why I deliberately went for the touchscreen because I don't want to use the analog stick to move one thing from one point. And like, especially yeah. since it's like you go, um, like you'll you'll do something and you're looking at like Mario's after image to like get it to like exactly where they mm -hmm. have to be to land this thing um and if i have to like do that every three seconds with analog like oh no he needs to be it needs to be moved an inch to the left yeah, yeah, you know yeah like, i don't want to do that with an analog stick yep if um, only they had a second screen you could hold in your hand uh and that would have been brilliant it would have sold hundreds uh, of millions of units so many guys so many it would have honestly sold a console no matter how badly marketed the console was yeah exactly. really when you think about it the, the, that's a it could have been named idea. anything <laughs> Uh, honestly, if it were just called anything, if that was the name of the console instead of Wii U, might have done better. Just saying. <laughs> Wii U? What are you talking about? I'm just kidding. What's oh, that? nothing. I don't know. We're talking about an invented thing that doesn't exist. Copyright <laughs> that name. I think it could work. <laughs> sounds sounds <laughs> yeah. like it's going to sound loads. It rolls off the tongue. Uh, yeah, exactly. But no, yeah, I... Uh, there's some UI things that I think are just a little bit like I think I just have to get used to in general like the, the little doodads being in the way on the side and the top the like uh, you know equivalent to like your a dock on your Mac or whatever oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah those things I wish you could just permanently tuck one of the, like the one on the left hand side of the screen that has like, like pick which ones you want because you can hide all of them yeah um, right you can hide you all of like, them pick which ones you want to hide yeah because that oh, would be like nice to just leave sorry 
Yes, right, exactly. Yeah. So, because like the top, ha you can pick, you know, which items you want to do. I just want to leave just the top one where I can like choose different items to put in places or whatever. And then the stuff on the left is all kind of like macro level things, like what style level do you want and how long do you want it to be, all that kind of stuff, which is like once you pick that once, you don't really need it again for a long time. So, it'd be nice if you could just like, you know, get it out of there. And then same thing, all the ones on the right-hand side, they're shortcut keys for them anyway, so like you don't really need those either, at least not super accessibly, but you can't do that, but that's fine. It's like, you know, it's one of those things that when I started working with Premiere Pro, I got frustrated by having to do a lot of things, and then now I just do it, and <laughs> it's fine, and I know how to do it. I still um, don't use Premiere Pro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Possibly also a good option, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like there's, uh, but otherwise, generally like it's just it's fun to make levels and things seem to be going pretty well i did you guys watch like game explains uh review of it or any of their coverage on it or discussions watched, or something like that before um, it came out i watched game explains review i watched ign's review and mm -hmm. i watched nintendo life's review and that's pretty much it gotcha yeah, i watched RGN's, there was i read yeah. ign's actually nice there was a decent amount of <laughs> backlash i just thought it was funny how like I understand it from both sides, but like the way that, especially Andre, I guess, was coming at the game was very much of like a person who, like, I loved Super Mario Maker 1, which makes sense. And then here's how, like, all the things that Super Mario Maker 1 did that this one didn't. And so it was like, felt a little bit nitpicky, but then people got really mad at all that stuff where it's like, this is one person's opinion. The guy's like, don't worry about it. It's all going to be fine. But was just yeah i don't know it was just an interesting controversy i think where yeah, I both sides were kind of blowing it way out of proportion <laughs> yeah i don't know how i feel about that as far as like on his side like not to the point where i'm like sending this guy hate tweets right um, but like it, it just seems weird to like knock one game for really the only thing the big things that it changed anyway was that it's not on wii u anymore right and you criticize to make do with that some entire that console for its concept, but you're knocking this game that was like your favorite game on this console mm -hmm. um, for using those things. Like you're saying like, oh, this, these features suck so much unless you're mm -hmm. playing them in Mario Maker, <laughs> in which case they're integral. And if you don't have them, the other game sucks. It's just <laughs> like weird. And it was funny things too, where like, I, I feel like I talked about it last week or two weeks ago or something like that, but, um, or maybe it wasn't even on here now. I was just talking about with Sony. But in any case, uh, like Arlo made a great point about with Luigi's Mansion 3 when there was a, um, he was kind of doing some video on it. And he was like, I don't know why, but it just like, I would rather have, you know, get items and abilities throughout the game rather than getting them all at once and then just having them from the beginning. It It's artificially satisfying, but it's satisfying nevertheless, um, which is like, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, I'm with you there. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, it, it's kind of like the secrets. Like, it's more fun that it, because it's a secret and you feel like you were rewarded for stuff, even though it's like, if it had been not a secret and was just there the whole time, it would just be a little less fun to your brain. But like, all things considered, it's the same. But in any case, I feel like there was some of that stuff where like, again, Game Explained was a little bit talking about how it's, you know, like, some of the things don't have as much experimentation because it's right there in front of you. I'm like, but that's kind of good, <laughs> I yeah. think, like, to just know, like, you can do these things with these items. Like, you don't have to learn 
you know what combinations do what but i also understand see what happens when you shake it or (laughs) right exactly because it gamifies that to do it which is inherently good one time yeah and then it's annoying (laughs) just every time i would say it's annoying just generally if you're trying to do something very specific and you don't know like okay what do i have to shake to get it to do this you know yeah exactly but this game still has secrets and things like that right it still has combined two items who knows what's going to happen wacky crazy time uh, so like it still has the secrets though yeah yeah cool. yeah okay. yeah i mean it seems like it as far as i can tell at least i haven't done a whole lot of combining stuff so aj you might have more experience with that at this point as far but. as like that stuff of like what's gonna happen when i combine this not really but there hmm. are certain things that like what does this enemy do in this scenario or like can i do hmm. this with this um but not as much of like uh, can I put wings on this Koopa Troopa and then shake them and then throw yeah. them in the lava and see what happens? <laughs> like not as much with like the physical mm-hmm. like tactile feeling of like taking a toy and putting accessories on it. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of like you are instead of like playing around in the level editor and seeing what happens. It's just like make good levels. Like you know what to do. Here's all your tools. Make good levels. There's no there's no need to sort of fanny around going shake 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 put together <laughs> la 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 oh this this might work it's like okay i know i want to do this so that's there and that's good right mm-hmm. yeah okay and yeah. for the most part like i have like little nitpicks like that but i wouldn't say they're big enough to like be like oh this game is worse because of it like probably right. the, the main is one that is what like they said? The, Sorry, uh, i miss i missed their review is that what they said they said that this that this I, pretty much that that was at least the gist a lot of it was like it's it's not quite as like weird and wacky as the first one mm-hmm. was, which seems like it's true in in some ways. Where like you don't have the like su- the weird tall Mario mushroom sort of thing, <laughs> the Wafario or whatever he's called. Um, and so like some of those kinds of things were just like you know maybe lost its personality a little bit. But I I think it was one of the more well. I mean the way they do their reviews is just inherently subjective on Mm -hmm. purpose where it's like this is just i personally like it but you know it's just easy to take that's why i feel like people getting outraged over it's like in this case you need to shift your focus a little bit different it's okay that they like you put a logo on your opinion yeah it inherently makes it quantifiable right right because they're they're like they could say like oh i like this game or i liked it a lot or i loved it right Mm -hmm. and mind blown like that sort of thing when you have that you see the scale it's still a scale you don't have a number on it but it's still a number at the end of the day um so like i feel like it would be easier to do reviews if you just left it at that and you didn't give it like this verdict and you didn't mm-hmm. animate anything on the screen and say this is what the the, the tldr on this game i loved it you know yeah. like, it, i think that's a really good point just like just finish it up and be like so yeah that was kind of what i thought on the game and then yeah. people will take the good things from that and the bad things from that and just weigh them kind of for themselves mm. but i don't know because then you can't say like um like if you go from loved it or whatever right to mm-hmm. liked it you're skipping yeah. a whole st- it's not even yeah. just a little bit it's not like going from loved it to liked it a lot mm-hmm. you don't you don't even like it a lot you just like it you know like it's, <laughs> yeah it's taking it in instead of saying mm-hmm. oh i'll give it a 10 and then right. the next game you give an eight mm-hmm. that's yeah. what you did you gave it an eight <laughs> but yeah how max how does lupot i so we have our policy isn't sort of like it's not one to ten it's not uh one to five stars it's sort of like a mishmash of like how you're a gamer and game expand it where they do their like like it love it recommend it mm-hmm. blah blah and then sort of one to five stars so for example i've given probably the three games i've reviewed so far i think have all got uh 
sort of recommended I recommend them but they've not all got mm-hmm. four stars because there's like a mm-hmm. sort of like you know sometimes three and a half um, I'm there's a game I'm not going to spoil it but there's a game I'm reviewing at the moment <laughs> um, that I'm going to still recommend but not give sort of maybe give a higher score I'm not going to say what Do the game is got it. <laughs> <laughs> lower end of the twos I'm not, oh, no no I don't want the fanboys <laughs> after me um, so I think I think you know there's a, there's an issue at the moment with game reviewers where it, from a one to a hundred score there's too many numbers it needs to be simplified mm-hmm. and you need to also be able to not rely on a number and also have something mm-hmm. to say about it that isn't a number because um, yep. there's a lot of like haha I saved you a click it's a 9.5 <laughs> it's like yeah but how did you get there how did you get to 9.5 yeah um, and also I mean it's you know should be just assumed not the same games are going to be fun or good for everybody like mm-hmm. understanding who that like somebody who follows you on Twitter would know these are the kind of games that my Max likes and they can kind of go off of that at mm-hmm. that point so you know, if if on the other hand they're like, man, I hate anything Metroidvania, and I hate blah, like, and then they see a review of yours, then they might have to take it with a bit more grain of salt for themselves personally because they have bad taste in games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was gonna say, I don't care what they have to say uh, if they don't like Metroidvania. It's, like, it's, it is, it's basically the same thing of like me being like Fire Emblem. You take that because yeah, it's not <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. my opinion on that is not valuable to mm-hmm. Fire Emblem fans. Because that's yeah. some nerd stuff, and I'm not on that, <laughs> not on that train. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. But yeah, all in all, Mario Maker Two. It's. I mean, I've played it for less than three hours. But how I've dare you? How dare you? You know how many time. hours it's been since the game went live? <laughs> you know how many hours you could have put? I've in been working game? almost all those hours. I, know, I was sleeping. You know, I was sleeping a good number of them. You got two yeah. hands. You got two eyes. <laughs> yeah. Make it work. True. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think that's anything else you guys have been playing. Nope. I oh, nope, not at all. I gotta get back nice. to Pokemon at some point. Mm. What, are you, what Pokemon are you playing? Oh, oh, I know this. Yeah, I knew this. I knew that. <laughs> I do. I do listen. I do listen. I promise. Um, <laughs> what made you go back again? Because I do I listen. I just wanted to fill out my Pokedex, and oh, then they yeah. were like, "Hey, you might not be able to do that." And I was like, oh, "Okay, I can take my time then. I don't have to yeah, like yeah. rush it." Uh huh. Indeed. Well, let's see. So uh, that's pretty much what we've been playing. Good stuff, guys. Mm. The next bit. So, Max, you wanted to talk about this. Um, and I, I think did. it's I feel like there's some interesting, interesting. probably some interesting yeah. discussions to have. Once E3 finishes up, everybody's talking about mm. all the stuff we saw at E3. But pre-E3, we talk about all these things like maybe we'll see this, maybe we'll see that. And then until you pointed out this topic, I was like, yeah, we don't really talk about it at this point. Like, okay, we didn't see this such and such. Why didn't we see it? When will we see it? Or I don't yeah. know, any of that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, interesting topic. So, I don't know, say some words. What were yeah. your thoughts on why to talk about this? Maybe? So, there's a lot of stuff that we didn't see that, like, I kind of expected to see. Like, there's obviously, there's like, there's, like, two distinct sort of paths you can take here. It's, like, stuff we didn't see that we know exists, and then stuff that we have been, like, mm-hmm. maybe hinted at, or people have been like, this is definitely happening, um, <laughs> and then it comes, and then nothing happens. Um, yeah. It's so like, you know, there's a couple of games like Bayonetta 3. I mean, obviously, I know, mm-hmm. we understand why they're doing that because of Astral Chain. Um, things like SMTV or Shin Megami... Help me out here. Yeah. Shin Megami 2. Yeah, 5. Yeah, mm-hmm. so like, they released, they announced that when the Switch was the NX, I think. And then like, they formally no, no, announced no. it. They announced it um, during the Switch, uh, the Nintendo oh, Switch event, like the oh, press okay, conference. Okay. So, okay, so yeah, so they announced still, it before that was a long the Switch time ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they re-announced it as a Switch exclusive in like the September of that year, I think, or, or something like that. And and then right. they just never said anything. And then the whole Persona 5 thing happened where it did or didn't come to Switch. It didn't come to Switch. 
um, <laughs> just for those following at home. And, mm. and then we've still heard nothing about F- SMTV. And oh, see, see, in England, SMTV was like a kid's Saturday morning TV show. <laughs> Um, so I'm looking at I'm looking at this like oh when did they hey maybe this is too you never know <laughs> we didn't see this? it so PBD <sighs> so like I mean maybe is, it, is, it, is it a game that we think we're ever going to see SMTV like because Atlas haven't really the first game Atlas are ever going to bring to the Switch is Persona 5 Rumble mm-hmm. and considering their their sort of support of the 3DS um, you know it's just weird to not mm-hmm. see them on the Switch at all I'm not a massive fan of any of their games but I'm aware of them and it's just odd right I feel like Probably, I, I feel like yeah, we'll see it. Um, it seems like besides Breath of the Wild, this this well, whatever. Uh, this E three really was very focused on like here's the things we've got coming out specifically this year, yeah. and like not even anything was dated after um, September. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine still like. I don't know. It's it's hard to say. Like it'll have a great shot of showing up in this next thing, but like if it's at some point, I feel like they talked about um, like it's going along nicely. Just mm. be a little more patient. Yeah. So I could see it. You know, if it's a 2020 game, last year in the September directs, they announced a de- a decent amount of 2019 stuff. So if they used that as an opportunity to announce more 2020 stuff, yeah, then like yeah. I could see it showing up there. But I, we've also probably been saying that anybody who's paying attention to it's been saying that for every direct for the past long time. So, do you remember that September direct last year where they announced Town for 2019, and then they That's, said nothing yeah, about that. That was the one that didn't come up at E3. Yep, I was like, very what, surprised. By I don't that. know what's going on with that game. I don't know what's going on because it's like I'm still confused. I felt like they had to come out with that before Pokemon or significantly yeah. after it. Like yes, months, right. like at least four months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it's like which I, don't I know, think will be the case at this point. Yeah. <laughs> well, we did get an update on it, like a very, very tiny. It was like it was like a screenshot of the game, and they yeah. sort of said it's a smaller eShop title because in my head it's mm-hmm. like this sort of sprawling new IP, and it's like wow, Game Freak have really, really got the resources to do that. But no, it's a smaller uh, download mm-hmm. only title. You're sort of protecting the town. The game pretty much takes place in the town. Uh, they should just mm-hmm. call it town, really. Um, oh wait, yeah. Um, and <laughs> and it's 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 just weird that they they did that and then they just said nothing and. You know, they focus on 2019 games at E3, didn't come up at E3, so you so you think it's you think it's been delayed because of Pokemon. I mean, it makes sense. It makes perfect sense that they're focusing all of their time and resources on Pokemon and putting this aside, maybe. But I think mm-hmm. the only way that we could probably see it like around like the proximity of Pokemon is if they do some type of like cross promotion thing, where it's like yeah. if you get town, you'll get special access to this Pokemon yeah, or sure. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but outside of that, I don't, I don't know. I just I can't see them releasing it like close to Pokemon when like the, all that, regardless of if they want it to be or not, all the attention is going to be on Pokemon. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, they probably right. want everybody to pay attention to town, but they're not going to do that until they're to the point where it's like, okay, um, working on that national dex that doesn't uh, <laughs> exist yet. <laughs> what I'm most curious about is why if they weren't planning on releasing it in like june of this year or like early this year obviously they knew pokemon was going to be in november like that's just a given yeah, yeah. Um, well, we knew <laughs> yeah if they weren't planning on doing it so early in this year then why'd they announce it for 2019 yeah, at all with, like with unless the they were planning well. on pushing it back yeah working like, title mm-hmm. um, it seems like uh, they could have just i don't know either not talked about it at all or just said like just coming soon or coming yeah. later like i I wouldn't entirely disbelieve if somebody told me like, oh yeah, they knew it wasn't coming in 2019, but it's just easier to 
they knew there was enough stuff to yeah exactly they knew there was enough 2019 stuff that we wouldn't be bothered Mm. by the fact that it was moved so they just went ahead and said 2019 even though they knew that wasn't going to be the case i feel like with this with the switch more than any other nintendo console um they've done a lot more of like this game is now in development don't worry but i think that's Mm -hmm. more to sort of put people off maybe maybe people realize that don't worry these games are coming there is going to be stuff in the future because i think it's like sort of doubling down after the Wii U belt and braces would be like there are games I coming I think it's Sony's fault because <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they do their really early like schedules yeah, and it for, works yeah. it works yeah, yeah, them being like hey uh, Death Stranding this game is coming out mm-hmm. one day <laughs> you yeah know? Uh, and then we see it four years later and it works you we know people didn't forget about Death Stranding in a row we saw Days mm-hmm. Gone like four E3s in a row we saw God of War Spider-Man like, a million in a years <laughs> <laughs> and it just yeah they like they just keep building up the hype and i guess yeah you know and i feel like it's interesting because i feel like they do both sides of it where they'll do like very immediate stuff and very far away stuff but not okay they are still doing some in between <laughs> i guess because stuff keeps being like delayed Nintendo or whatever but... mostly does fairly like immediate yeah besides um, the breath of the wilds metro yeah, Prime usually, fours usually like the ones where they're like stuff that's like your time yeah. Usually when they do stuff that's like further out, it's like strategic in a way, you know, where yeah. they're like, uh, we, we want to announce this Metroid game, but if we don't announce the thing that everybody wants, they're going to be angry. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna yeah. You know, like, <laughs> we want to announce Pokemon Let's Go, but if we mm-hmm. don't talk about that, you know, like, or yeah. Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon's not coming to Switch, but like, we got to talk about it. Pokemon Switch games, whatever everybody yeah, wants. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, they don't usually just do it to be like, let's get in the news cycle. It's like, let's announce this so we're not the in the fans. news cycle for yeah. a negative thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. Yep. And it's, yeah, I think that's yeah. definitely true. The other thing, just in general, I mean, that didn't show up at E3, that I think is on everybody's mind, is the Metroid Prime trilogy. <gasps> yeah. We sure didn't get that. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I, that's. I don't know. I feel like that's the sort of thing that could literally just drop at any time, and people would still be excited for it. Yeah. Just like, I mean, Metroid Prime Four, where it's like, if it's ready or they feel like they want to release it for whatever, you know, like, because it depends on what that game is to them in their mind. Is it something to like get right. people revved up for Metroid yeah. Prime Four, or is it something to get people prepared for Metroid Prime Four? And if it's hmm. something to get them to be like caught up, then the sooner the better. But if it's something that they want to like kick in the gear, the hype cycle around when the game is ready, then mm-hmm. we probably won't see that. Yeah, like well, it could have been something that we would have seen if Metroid Prime Four had had sort of more of a traditional schedule, traditional like you know, if it didn't have to mm-hmm. flounder, if they didn't sort of use it as some sort of guinea pig for this new sort of where they're they're working across two country teams. Like, why would you do that? Why would you anyway? Um, <laughs> They, they, if they if they'd sort of had a more traditional thing and the game was maybe ready to show a trailer, then they show the trailer and they go, here's Metro Prime Trilogy. Same that they did with Bayonetta 3. Um, and that's one or two first, and then go, here's three. Perfect. But we still haven't seen three, to be fair. So what does, what does that even mm-hmm. mean? That's also um, true. Mm-hmm. That's another thing that we haven't seen in 93. Yeah, which mm-hmm. I, th- I think makes sense because of Astral Chain. I mean, that's yeah. a game that's... That, that game reminds me of, like, the... the, the Wispy, oh, it makes me so nostalgic for 2017. When, like, in January, we're told, oh, yeah, here's a new Mario game, here's a new Xenoblade, here's a new Splatoon, and they're all yeah. out within the next 12 months. And you're like, yes, give me more of that. <laughs> and then Astral Chain in March, and they were like, August. And I was like, yeah, that's that's good. Like, you know, it makes, brings you back to that 2017. Not that, like, oh, yeah, that game's coming out in two years. Excellent. Can't wait to play that when it comes out. So it makes yeah. sense that they've sort of not talked about Bayonetta to, to focus on Astral Chain. And that game looks excellent. So, uh, 
you know, cancel Bayonetta 3, you know, if you need to get that game out, get that game working. That's, that's great. Uh-huh. Um, speaking I think of retro- they like to keep oh, us on our toes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Speaking of retro studio, oh, I spoiled it. Speaking of retro front <laughs> four, <laughs> what have retro studios been doing for like the last three years? Star Fox, Grand Prix, the uh, game everybody needs. Everybody wants think, it. Everybody wants to see real? him. Uh, Who did we hear that from originally? I, I, I think the Starfire's Grand Prix stuff is like, it's in that territory of like, where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. Um, a lot of people been, and see the thing is like with retro, I feel like most things are real, but not for long. <laughs> where yeah. it's like they've had they, so many cancel games. <laughs> right. They're not scared to cancel something. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So it could ve- be very real. It could be pretty much done, but they're like, eh. Mm-hmm. For oh, whatever well. reason, yeah. like this isn't really worth releasing. So can it? You know, mm. it um, sounds like yeah. It sounds like most of the conversation too that I've heard uh, since then is is that like there was one specific source and everybody got it from sources that branched from that one. Yeah. To where either that means that one was wrong or that one was snuffed out later, mm. and so that's like hard to say at this point. Because we don't know, because it hasn't yeah. happened yet. <laughs> also, it depends on like what that source is. Because like, if one person heard yep. from like a former executive at Retro, right. you know, like that's as credible as you're going to get. Yeah, yeah right, exactly. Uh, so it, it really, we don't know enough to to know whether or not it's credible mm-hmm. or not. But yep. it was like there was that picture when Reggie retired. They they gave that picture. It had the sort of yeah. picture of Samus. It had the picture of um, Don- Donkey Kong, um, and then it had that random little robot guy. And like yeah, the more I and that's it, another thing that had people being like, oh yeah, probably this is real because it <laughs> yeah. looked because it could be like, like oh, no, it could be holding right. a flag or something like that, or you know just yeah. you know Project Giant no, Project what was it called Shield? What was the one the Star Fox um, one? Giant Bro. Now the other one. There was another one. Uh, guard. Project guard. Shield. Project guard. Was guard. Yeah. Project Guard. That one that then became Star Fox Guard. Like mm-hmm. they had sort of like robot-y things. Like it, it could be that. Um, but it's just very clear that they've had something. They've been doing something for so long. And Retro Studios, the uh, studio that I, they're like probably my favorite game studio. I guess. I don't know if that's blasphemous to say about some other studios what? that exist. You mean the studio that made Metroid Prime is the Shocking. Metroid fan's favorite but studio? Also, but I'm also a massive Donkey Kong fan. And uh, I'm sure Barricot <laughs> Seven is really good, so you know. But uh, mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think they made a bad game. I mean, obviously all their bad games got cancelled. I think they had like right. four cancelled games before Metro Prime came out, and they managed to knock that out of the park. Um, mm-hmm. It's just just a shame to see like Nintendo's only Western audience, uh, sorry, Western developer, which could be doing sort of more Western style stuff. You know, like the the stuff that Naughty Dog's doing or the stuff that um, Santa Monica are doing. You know, the sort of Sony kind of like Western IPs. Um, that, that don't have that sort of Japanese feel to them, that Japanese, you know, things that are very steeped in being born in Japan and made in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Metro Prime doesn't feel like a Nintendo game very much because it's it's very much like a Western style. You know, it's FPS. It's, you know, things that Japan don't really do. Um, it's a shame that we're not getting more stuff from them because Tropical Freeze, like, they, they did such a good job of that game and then fell silent only to then yeah. sort of, it looks like they spent some time putting um, Funky Kong in Tropical Freeze. <laughs> but, like... Is that a good use of their time? Could the B team not have done that while they made, like, I don't know, Federation Force 2 or something good like mm-hmm. that, you know? I think whether it's retro, I mean, or whether it's Star Fox Grand Prix or not, I, I do feel like we'll see, and I feel like it very well could be, I feel like we're going to see whatever their project is, only, honestly, because of that thing with Reggie, mm-hmm. um, the picture, because, like, it's obviously covering something up, whatever yeah. that thing is that it's covering up, and that would just be, like, too much of a just an actual tease that's like that 
many parties had to be involved in to be like that any one of them would have been like nah come on let's not do that like yeah. that's <laughs> that's just too much yeah um so i feel like that's you know and I don't, the Mario statue just placed just where it was to show that there just what, was a like, little hand, a little thing. Like, yeah, but they wouldn't have posted it if there wasn't something. like a <laughs> look what we got here. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I could definitely see it be Grand Fox, or Star Fox Grand Prix. And if so, again, like we were saying, with I mean, I think we would we would have expected to see it this E3. But it makes sense that if they were, I mean, with all the stuff they did, I am not surprised that we didn't. Th- that we didn't not see that we not didn't see not not see anything where do you put uh, that game right yeah like, right, exactly yeah, if, yeah, if like, it were to come out this year what is a good time for that yeah. game yeah but when i was saying in i remember in january i uh it was either on twitter or reddit i, I did like a bit about like people were crying like why haven't we had a january direct where are the games and it's like have you seen the 2019 release schedule like, where are they going to fit <laughs> yeah. these games and then march yeah. happened and they released like they announced like four more games and i was like oh my god okay there is space <laughs> there is space for this but like maybe the schedule like having games like astral chain that have come out of nowhere and having things like cadence of hyrule and mm-hmm. you know they, they're not big games on the scale of like the big nintendo ips and things like that having them slotted into 2019 might have pushed some games back or even yeah. pushed their marketing schedules back so there could mm-hmm. be like Star Fox grand prix could be a game that's ready now and they're like well we don't want to start talking about it until it's ready to come out in 2020 yeah. and you know it slots better in there because mm-hmm. because there's other stuff coming out and you know so maybe it's something we could still we could still see whatever they're working on. but i've been saying that for every single direction like <laughs> I could know, be retro, that's a thing could be retro it's it's just an interesting predicament where like i feel like it's the opposite of what the wii u had probably where with the wii u i'd imagine they were like just get stuff out like as soon as we can <laughs> if we've got yeah. something ready we need to like put it out whereas yeah. I think more than ever, like Yoshi was ready in December and they didn't put it out till, till March. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's, it's not been a slow year. It's been a slow first half of the year Absolutely. for like Nintendo first thing. party games. But it's just That's the thing. Like quickly. Nintendo. Yeah. I, I feel like if they're holding Star Fox, mm-hmm. February would be a great time for Star <laughs> Fox. Like that yeah. would be the best time ever. Cause it is like the new like holiday for like mid tier franchises mm-hmm. where they can really like, flourish you know like yeah. a dying light witness succeeded during november mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. revealing that and like debuting that in a february time slot is perfect because mm-hmm. it looks good in its high it budget in september and sort of have it come out in february but imagine if star wars grand prix gets announced and released before animal crossing can you imagine <laughs> yeah, animal crossing that's fans? true that's true there's only so many yeah. angry isabel memes i can see on twitter man like oh, come man. on i i mean i feel like even with animal crossing all things considered like at least people are consoled that it's looking like it's going to be a really good game. Oh, yeah. So, like, that seems like most people are like, yeah, it sucks, but, like, eh, it's all right. <laughs> and my girlfriend is a huge Animal Crossing fan, and she... Yeah. So I've been like, when Pixel Pop posted on... So there was a, there was a post on Loot Pots um, mm-hmm. that was like, oh, you know, there's a chance to come out in March 2019. And I said to my girlfriend, like, oh, look at this cool thing that may be happening. She was like, oh, my God, that's definitely happening. And then March came around, and I was like, we'll hear about it E3. Don't worry, it'll come out in, like, November. So when I had, like, she was, like, work, at work, and I texted her, like, oh, man, <laughs> I've got some <laughs> sad news for you. And she was like, I can't do it. And I like, we just came around my house the next day, and I was like, I'll show you the trailer. She's like, I can't do it. Don't put it on. I, can't, I don't want to watch it. And, like, the gameplay came on. She's like, turn it off. I can't do it. I can't look at it. And it's just it's, it's very sad. Yeah. I think, yeah, finding out 
on in that direction is definitely worse than like seeing the gameplay and be like, oh, oh wow, yeah. oh really, and then be like, oh okay, yeah. a late date, yeah. but like oh cool still though, as opposed to like it's a late date. I don't even want to see how good it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, but yeah, Boy. that's. Uh, <laughs> was there anything else uh, that we didn't see at E three that we thought we were going to? I think I don't know if I don't know. I've been. I've, I've, I'm reading off my list. Have you guys got any? AJ, have you got anything? Not really. Those no. are the big ones. Well, the only thing that maybe jumps to mind then is is that we heard about Pikmin Four. Maybe true, four but that, years that's another ago? like that's a Mother Three level yeah, yeah. situation where we've been hearing <laughs> about that since before <laughs> Switch existed. But Miyamoto yeah. said it was ready. Why yeah. would you say it? Oh well. Is my Miyamoto only guess there too is either. I mean. Either it was ready for the Wii U, and then they had to rework a whole lot of it. Mm-hmm. Maybe possible. Same uh, for Luigi's Mansion. They did that for Mario Odyssey as well. I think they're both Wii U titles yep. that got moved over. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, maybe it's just one that's taking yep. a bit longer. Maybe it was very integral with the Wii U gamepad, like Pikmin 3 right. was. And now they're like, mm-hmm. okay, this game's really good. How do we now make this work on the Switch? Yeah, mm-hmm. especially because later... It- games into hardware cycles can either lean completely away from the gimmicks or whatever of yeah. Nintendo consoles or like really heavily into it like Skyward Sword or whatever we're like yeah. how do we do this yeah, it's not, possible they, they to they do it not it on, on the console, Wii don't they? yes right exactly like it makes it just more complicated there so like mm-hmm. if they like found a really perfect way to use the gamepad that would make it even more difficult but yeah. still I mean they you know they could have done it at this point but mm-hmm. um, so either it's that he said it wasn't Hey Pikmin but there's nothing stopping it from being that it was Hey Pikmin, and they were like, that didn't get received super well. No, we're working on another yeah, one. And then yeah. they're like, let's start another one. <laughs> like, it's possible. I mean, I, yeah. Not Either likely. Way, but- like, I feel like him saying that Hey Pikmin wasn't Pikmin 4 is just mm-hmm. enough to be like Pikmin 4 exists. Right. You know? Yes, totally. They're going to yeah. do it regardless because people didn't like Hey Pikmin enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I'm also surprised, because I feel like we also have heard a lot of things about, like, a Pikmin 3 port, so... Mm-hmm. Also, hold on, now that I think about it, I don't even think that scenario makes sense, because he said before Hey Pikmin even came out that... Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah, 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 he said still working Pikmin on Pikmin 4 was basically ready. It must have been, like, four Well, that's years what ago. I was saying, is, like, maybe he said Pikmin 4 is basically ready, or, the, like, because he said the next Pikmin or something like that okay. is basically yeah. ready. He, he was... I, I mean, like in an interview, like around. Oh, you're saying, saying that we're. He's basically like this Pikmin game that exi- like that we're talking about now. Mm-hmm. That's not Pikmin Four. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Pikmin yeah. Four gotcha. is something else. Um, cool. So, I don't know. It's weird, nice. for to, it's weird for them to to acknowledge a game so heavily twice, more than once, without ever having actually formally announced it. It's it's just rare that that happens with Nintendo. <laughs> They're like, yeah. this exists. Don't worry about it. But then they don't actually say. This is the title, you know, like they mm-hmm. have with Metroid Prime 4 or Bayonetta or SMTV, mm-hmm. you know, all of these games. Which is actually what they have done with... We're moving into the news. Get ready. Here it goes. Here's a segue. <laughs> uh, which is what they have done with the Switch Mini. <laughs> is, um, interestingly enough, not specifically Switch Mini, but um, there another was... Another Switch. Another Switch. Yeah, yeah. Something, hardware, something. The, the, um, the cogs have been turning over there at the moment with things like that. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, for context, there was a uh, investor's briefing. There's one quarterly. Uh, it was a couple days ago. And 
there's a transcript always of questions that investors get to ask. So one of the questions, there's a whole lot of them. We're not going to go over all of them or even more than this one, but yeah, um, them. specifically <laughs> it was long. I read a lot of it and I was like, I have actual work I need to do, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, here's the question. So the, the people asked, there've been rumors of a new switch model for the past six months. Are you developing such? And uh, Nintendo said, we're aware of reports. Answering rumors and speculations would take away from any surprise and wouldn't help you shareholders, so I can't answer. Generally, we're always developing new hardware. So that's a soft confirm, right? Because yeah, right. there's been so many <laughs> things recently, like I think even in just in the last week, because I've got a friend of mine who really wants a Switch, and he's like, is there, is there going to be a small Switch? And I'm like, I don't know, man, I don't know, man. And this week I've been like, it's happening, dude. Get yourself ready. <laughs> Get your credit card, shake it out of your phone, man. Like, literally any second, it's about to drop. And he's like, oh, why is that, why is that? And I'm like, bang, here's this company saying, Nintendo's been ordering more memory card, memory from us. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's probably the Switch Mini. I'm like, bang, Nintendo's moving out of China. Um, and then revving up. Oh, bang, probably the Switch Mini. Oh, Amazon uh, Germany have now started posting Switch Mini uh, screen protectors. Bang, get your card ready. It's Switch Mini time. And then today I text him, like, stand down <laughs> for the weekend. <laughs> we'll, come, we'll come back on Monday and we'll discuss this again on Monday when more evidence comes out. But now they've sort of said this, it's, it's almost like the, the things are all coming together. There's, I've got, you know, there's a board of yarn where yeah. you're going, yeah, oh, right. Right. Usually right. they would just flat out say, we're always working on hardware. This doesn't really mean anything. Right. They're, they're, they said like, hey, we don't want to comment on this because it'll ruin the surprise. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, what's I mean, if there's nothing there to announce, there's no surprise, yeah. then you wouldn't we say no something. We have no plans is their classic. Like, <laughs> yeah. We have no plans right. to announce it. We don't like comment not, on not, rumors and speculation. Mm-hmm. We have no plan. Not mm-hmm. early. We have no plan. Don't open your birthday present early. <laughs> yeah, so. don't peek under the bed at the christmas presents oh, i did that literally spoil. one time and it ruined i was like never again i never want to know what presents are at a time so i, I like accidentally wore my parents closet i was yep. the complete opposite as weird soon as i got to the point where um <laughs> the, you know uh i don't even want to go into details because i don't know if any like kids are watching this i don't want to ruin their, their lives Uh-oh. okay you might have uh, to cut me out for about oh, five man. seconds ago yes then. So, so at that time, that, my dad that maybe was, your parents had some influence, you know, on helping I'm out. Not, hey, you know, I'm not even mentioning anything. I didn't say any no. names. I didn't say a time. I didn't say anything like that. <laughs> I, All I'm I, saying I, I, I did. is, once it got to a point, oh, you're you're the worst. Cut out. Um, Cut out. Uh, but yeah, my dad was basically just like, hey, just put stuff in the cart. <laughs> you know, like put stuff in the, in the Amazon cart and let me know when you're done. Well, okay, uh-huh. cool. Uh, and I was cool with that. You know, my mom's yep. making me order my own birthday present this year. So like, is Father Ooh. Birthday not real? You know, is, is Birthday Claws not real? Am I... Were you, know, you ever just- born? Is this, is this a simulation? <laughs> she's just giving me, she's just giving me the money for Fire Emblem and I've got to order it myself. Mm-hmm. What? That's not festive, is it? Yeah. I know. The my first birthday that my parents didn't get me a present for like we did something about it later, but it was uh it was probably like I guess twenty six, maybe it was last yeah, I'm twenty seven now. So it was like two a year and a half ago. Um and like my birthday went by and then like a couple weeks and a month or whatever, and I was like, That's fine, like I don't really need them to get me anything but I was like that's sad. It's just oh, this isn't boding well for now. me. It's my, like, this is my 26th birthday. This is it for me, isn't it? This is it. This is uh-huh. the last one. That's you should have just. You should have went to Lowe's after that. Yep. I also live yeah. like thousands of miles away from my parents. So then, like the next time they saw me, which was several months later, like we did stuff of some sort. So, you know, that was the thing. But it was just like oh, I'm growing up. It was like the first <laughs> summer that I had to work and and like didn't have 
break for you know school uh, and whatever that's so sad i was I like everybody else was grad was like going off on summer break and having a good old time and i was like i've got a job <laughs> rip deep. Yep. but yeah so switch mini rumors uh i i'm with you guys exactly like these this stuff it just seems like there it's like very wink wink nudge nudge we don't want to say anything like shut up we're we're working on it guys yeah. <laughs> you know um, do it's real just let us do it like let's yeah, do it in our right. own time stop trying to if you make us rush it it's gonna come out bad uh-huh what, what and i think i mean that's the, move over sorry what what would make you guys move over like if they brought out a switch mini what would what's the killer feature it does that would make you I go i just have to do it i have to do it i have to make a video about it what are you crazy oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah would you, would you get like hashtag product by nintendo hashtag product given by hashtag probably you know, but oh, even I if see. i didn't i would buy it <laughs> oh, okay fine just like mario maker see mario maker's weird um because like looking at it it doesn't look like a whole lot of brand ambassadors got it mm. um and i emailed them I was like hey what's up with that and they're like, oh, we can't accommodate that. I'm like, okay, I'll buy it. <laughs> so I just bought Interesting. it. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder wonder why that is. Mm, maybe they're trying to inflate their numbers copies. for Maybe they just June. know, like, hey, we don't need you. We don't need yeah, you. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> if you're yeah, going to buy it, you're going to buy it. I mean, that's a good point. Is like Mario Maker is a more, you know what you're getting into to a large degree. And so, mm. like, if you're like, oh, let me try out this game that I don't know if it's the kind of thing I'm going to like, there's a good chance that you'll be like, I don't like doing any of these things. Mm-hmm. Theoretically, well, it, could I be, guess. it could also be the whole creation element of it. They didn't want to give like too many people this this the creative tools for them to sort of make all the good stuff or even like do it all wrong and then they review mm-hmm. it and are like too many people are like this doesn't make any sense. But the people that covered yep. Mario Maker One and played Mario Maker One, maybe they sort of picked and chose who got it. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't know That's how it works because yeah. loot boxes yeah. aren't actually affiliated <laughs> with Nintendo. Yeah, either. You know, I just say, hey, can I get uh-huh. this game? And I'll wait for the yes or no. <laughs> yeah, but no, good question. I don't know as far as the Switch Mini. Like, I suspect probably what'll happen is I'll get a Switch Mini for my wife, and then I'll still have this one. Um, you give her this one. You keep the Switch Mini for yourself. No, that's how you get in the doghouse. You're not allowed to do that. <laughs> you can't do that. Because uh, I think she... I don't know. We'd have to see. Because it's... She actually might play more handheld... Or more um, docked mm-hmm. than... Like, I play handheld a good amount. Whereas, so far, she's really only mostly played docked. But I think that's also because she feels like it's like it's more mine. And, like, only recently have we gotten games that's like, Oh, this is, like, your games. Because she just wasn't interested in a while. And then she was like... I want to play Yoshi, you know. Mm. Um, but still, I think like the physical thing, she kind of feels like, you know, it's not particularly hers, other than the Joy Cons that we got her. So she plays on those. But um, uh, but I suspect probably if we got her hand, you know, Switch Mini, that she'd play it more. But mm. maybe not. I also I don't know. Just don't talk yourself out of it. There you go. Yeah, there's yeah. reasoning. There's <laughs> there's your excuse to buy one. Buy yep. for Ashley. Call it a day. You're there you go. I, I straight up bought my girlfriend a Switch because I wanted her to play Stardew Valley. I don't think she wanted to play Stardew Valley. I wanted her to play Stardew Valley because I knew yeah. she'd love it. And I was like, here's this. Like, play this game. You're going to like it. And she did. And she loved it. And it was good. Um, and I don't... And she plays it more in handheld than anything else. But I don't think she would upgrade... I've been out to probably mm. have to. I probably have to. I, I would. I would upgrade for her. But I'd upgrade myself. Absolutely. I think the switch more and more has become less of like uh, when it first came out. I was like having mates round, handing the Joy Cons around on rooftops. You know, really dangerous. Right. We don't really have access to rooftops in in the UK. Yeah. Like we're scaling rooftops. You know, we were doing the whole. We're doing you know, like switch advert. It's all good. Um, and then more and more recently, it's become more of a personal device where I'm just sort of mm-hmm. like playing it at work, playing it at my girlfriend's house, playing it on the TV. But like for myself, we're not handing Joy Cons around and slipping them into 
you know various controllers right. and placing them different places you know so i feel like if they can do a switch mini that fixes some of the issues that i have with the switch um how dare you have issues with the switch oh, i'm sorry <laughs> it's the perfect yeah, this, this is why we're not affiliated with nintendo because loop right. is too quick um yeah, oh, it's just no, i things. give my fair you know what if we're talking about 3ds nah but 3d <laughs> the switch perfect yeah, <laughs> see, see for me it's like my joy cons are creaky um the battery oh, no, i've replaced so many joy cons already yeah see i've only got the two pairs and this, the newer pair is one that's actually more broken but like if oh, I'm, I'm looking at my switch now like oh, i can't mean to you but i need to you know just little <laughs> things like i wish the screen was a bit better you know maybe the battery life is a little bit better um which doesn't really affect me that much but like if it was a feature of this of the switch mini if they were like we've managed yeah. to condense it down we've got a more um, efficient chip the the space where the joy-con batteries were is now normal battery you know we just fit more battery inside it so it's a bit better mm -hmm. then yeah i'll be on it i also think like something like an oled screen would bring me over bluetooth mm -hmm. headphones little features just little things that make this the switch that is exists now a little bit better and more of mm -hmm. a device that i can have in my hands like this in one piece but it also needs to dock that's the sort of yeah. the number one thing but if it doesn't dock then i'm sticking with this because yep i need it i need it to dock you know i use it as a switch but i don't use it as a switch and then you take the things off and you wave them around and stuff mm -hmm. no i i fully agree with that especially the battery life thing that's one of those things where like i don't really think about it being a big deal most of the time but then when it is a big deal it's really a big deal yeah. and it's annoying <laughs> and so like i'm gonna be flying to belgium in october and that's a long flight and uh, it actually doesn't bit. matter anymore because flights now have chargers in there yes, anyway so that's yeah. true we good it's it's gonna be all right you yeah. talk yourself like, out of it <laughs> got a friend of mine at work who plays final fantasy under under his like little screen thing uh joy console he was tied his keyboard so it looks like he's just doing some work <laughs> just just out nice. of you um and he sits there uh -huh. playing final fantasy and like yesterday his switch was like plugged in over next to sort of someone else's desk and i was like oh, what's that doing here he's like oh it died so i have to charge it and it's like oh that's that's a shame that you know playing final fantasy what's he playing nine Sort of a mm -hmm. game that's that old. It only lasts him a couple of hours. Maybe he's just not charging it and he's an idiot. But um, yeah. I hope my boss isn't listening to this because uh, I've really just ragged him out of <laughs> playing the Switch at work all day. Just say it's the wrong name. Say it's, uh, mm, it's Frank. George. Oh, there's, hey, there's, I was going to say Frank. I was on, there's oh, five look at that. people right. in our office and Frank is very close to his actual name. <laughs> his name is Frank then. That's his name. <laughs> Man, that's really funny. You can't do too far because then it's obvious to him. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Derek. Yep. It's Derek. I, yeah, so all that stuff, it's interesting. When do you guys, last question on the Switch Mini before we move on. Uh, when do you guys expect that we'll just see it announced? Let's just, oh, let's God. pick a day right now. You got to stick with it no matter what comes <sighs> out. This is our official guesses. August uh, 12th. I don't know what, what day. Oh, day. I, also, when no. I said come out, I meant to say announced is what I meant okay, to say. August. So, okay. A day. You want a whole day? Can I give you a week? Yep. Uh, whole date when you think they're going to announce it. July the 20... Uh, first is the Sunday. Oh, well, you don't have to... Uh, Wednesday. I don't know all that. Wednesday, Wednesday for the first 20... week and a half. Okay. Wednesday the of July August. the 24th. That's what I'm saying. July 24th. Okay. Saying the first week and a half of, of August. Of okay. August. Yeah, see, that's the thing. is, If they're going to do it, it's probably going to be like a September thing to capitalize on all of these September games and we don't have yep. dates for things like Witcher 3 which could be mm -hmm. like a play the Witcher 3 in handheld mode entirely or you know yep. um, Luigi's Mansion which could be a September because as you guys have taught me recently there's there's two <laughs> spooky months two um, spooky so it could months. be like, so it. many more spooky months that we don't even know <laughs> yeah. how many cultures have a different spooky month like do you reckon we can fill out the whole calendar yeah. there's like 14 different spooky months all things <laughs> considered uh, somebody's gotta be spooked yeah. every month somebody. true exactly 
How else are you going to gonna... raise a respectable child if they're not spooked? <laughs> Indeed. I'm going to say the last, like, last possible Thursday in July. No. Just, like, way end of July. Uh, let's see. The 26th is uh, Friday. So I'll say the next Tuesday. So that's, like, the, what, 30th? I'm going to need Nintendo to announce all their things on a Monday. <laughs> or <laughs> Sunday. Sunday would be even better. Yep. Don't yeah, do you Tuesday. Uh, you just don't do Thursday. Thursday. You don't want to give... You could do Wednesday. You could do Tuesday. I mean, well, probably not. Do Wednesday. Do Wednesday <laughs> or Monday so Mira mm-hmm. Parker can make a video about it. There right? is a there is right. a conspiracy the Loot Pots guys have is that they, they have Vendetta against <laughs> Pixel. So what they do is they, they reveal, they announce... Directs and things just after they've recorded their podcast, which is the <laughs> podcast, and you can listen to it on all uh-huh. podcast streaming services on Thursdays. Um, there you go. You like every every <laughs> got to get your plugs in. Um, yeah. yeah, like every single they had um, Super Rare Games. Uh, what's his name? George from Super Rare Games on, um, and he was saying as well like they just go to announce like a new game so they've just released or just announced um, Machinarium, um, and like when they did that, it was like here's a direct the same day they announced it and it's like well, where's all of our press gone it's now on this direct and it's just sort of a bit of a <laughs> bit of bad luck oh that does suck yeah see the podcast is generally safe we're usually good on that either we're it's always close to the next one you know mm-hmm. where we didn't just miss it the videos though those are yeah. always getting effed <laughs> well, if your video schedule is like surrounding midweek when directs are but if you're recording on a friday do you always record on a friday mm-hmm. well, much, yeah. you're fine aren't you because they're always going to do it direct the day before you can never mm-hmm. you can never be caught out Especially right. because we're in the U.S., where it's the end of all the time zones, pretty much, to where, yeah. you know, we're, we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, it's like we have to like watch directs at eleven o'clock here, and then be like, "Well, can't go to bed. Got to write some articles up, or you know, yep. time to record a, a podcast or whatever." Yeah. Not either. I don't go on the. So that's what usually happens for videos. With videos, it's like, "Hey, this direct just happened. It's on Tuesday, and it's at nine o'clock in the morning." All right. I guess I'm just, I'm not writing a video beforehand. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm writing, Winging recording, it. and editing it all within when the direct happened to when the video needs to go live. Thank you for your service. Salute, mm-hmm. salute to you. You're welcome. You're very welcome. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have a segue for this next one, but the next news thing, uh, we actually, AJ, you mentioned this real briefly earlier, but you can only upload 32 levels in Mario Maker 2, apparently. Yes, is is a thing. It's not even. I don't know. It's not a huge. How bit many of people news. are going to make thirty two good levels? That's. I mean, some like some people will legitimately do that, and then a lot of people are going to make garbage. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, there's so, gonna, I'm I'm calling it now. There's going to be fifty three people that are going to make thirty two good levels. <laughs> nice. I I do wonder if the thing that frustrated me about this a little bit is like, um, or about just the way the article was written was like. It talked about how in the old one you could use like you can only upload 10 and then for every uh metal you get you can upload 10 more so it's a total of 100 levels in the end that you can upload but it didn't mention about like there are metals in this one as well and i just don't know if they affect it or not so like it's possible that that's just wrong uh even if that's the case though if it's only 32 is that a big deal no aj and I max i don't think it's a big deal I mean, just a lot of levels i mean how are you going to make 32 quality levels that you want to keep because surely you can delete old levels right yeah, yeah so for sure. you have your 32 levels and you go and in the older games game. they deleted them they would be mm. like hey this level sucks you can't upload this one <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep 
And like it's 30 levels that you have to sort of complete and be happy with. And I mean, it is a shame because there are people that are going to want to do like big, you know, because you can follow creators, can't you? There are people that are going to want to create yeah. Mario Maker levels for the rest of time. And it's a shame they're going to have to get rid of their old levels. Um, I think that eventually they're going because Mario Maker, even the original, didn't like its level cap wasn't always its level cap. Like it right. started mm -hmm. at a certain point and then it increased from there. Oh, yeah, DLC yep. patches they, also. I mean, we live right. in a new age now, can't we? Nothing I think that's the thing with this game, especially is there's a lot of things that more than any other Nintendo game or equivalent to Splatoon 2. I think this is going to be one of those that like just keeps getting things added little by little. I would say even more than yeah. Splatoon 2, just because the first Mario Maker was like the first time that Nintendo, like I would say Mario Maker, their support for that game is like better than any other game, period. Hmm. Because like they, and I don't even just mean Nintendo. I mean like they heard stuff that people were like, oh, checkpoints, where are checkpoints? Two weeks later, mm -hmm. checkpoints are in the game. Yeah. You know, like they, like they just constantly updated that game with like st completely new mechanics and stuff like that that yeah. everybody was asking for. So I could see them doing the same thing with this. Yep. I agree. So yeah, I think there's a lot of little things too that they'll just. This game will look fairly different in a year's time. Yeah. Um, I so. like a lot of their sort of like. I don't want to say games as a service because that's a sort of a negative term, but like <laughs> things like things like Splatoon, things like Arms that they, you know, they come out in a way, and then they by by the time the game's finished, like Splatoon's about to finish this weekend. From right, Arms finished like last year or two yeah. years ago, whenever it was. Um, those games are very different when they finished to when they started because there was all sorts of new content. They updated things. They sort of, you know. Ironed out the kinks, let's let's say, mm -hmm. um, which is which is good. I mean, it's good that that we can do that now. Um, yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah, I think there's a lot of stuff like that, and it'll be great. And then eventually, Max, it'll be your favorite game before you know it. <laughs> you know, I mean, I am tempted. I've seen some some videos online. Some some sort of people on Twitter have been sharing yeah. their cool levels, and I'm like, oh, I kind of download the game. I made a level. You got to play it. Yeah, yeah. I, might, I think I the thing is it. the playing experience is better still than pretty much any other mario game that's i mean that's subjective for sure but like just as far as there are just quality level it it doesn't feel like like super, like mario world is just like that's just mario world like it's amazing and aesthetically it's more coherent but or and cohesive but as far as like the individual like playing levels there's just a uh, higher quantity of great levels even though yeah. like the stuff that nintendo makes in the course you know the story mode is like it's really pretty good I'm yeah, and it eventizes it. It's yeah. kind of like when you see on Twitter everybody being like, hey, what's your game of the year for the last 12 years or whatever? Everybody feels the need to do that. Yeah. So when there's a level on Mario Maker, it's like, Ross from Game Grumps made this level. Can you beat it? Uh -huh. Everybody feels the need to do that. But that's yeah. not going to happen on a Mario game, you know, because you assume people are going to get to World 5 6. Mm -hmm. So you don't got to say, everybody, you got to beat World 5 6. Mm -hmm. You know? <laughs> so the thing, the, the thing is, I don't really have much of a frame of reference because I, I have never really played a 3D Mario game seriously. How dare you? How dare you? Yeah. Interesting. I've, Interesting. Yeah. So I've, played, I've obviously <laughs> played like Mario 1 on like, you know, the original Super Mario Brothers. I've obviously, I've played all the 3D ones obviously, but I've, mm -hmm. I, the noob games I didn't really like or uh, didn't, didn't really play them. I had, I had the one on Wii, got about mm -hmm. three worlds in and was like, yeah, I'm done with this. Like nothing, there's nothing grabbing me here. It's yep. not like Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze where it's like, here's all this new cool stuff and it's all dynamic and it tells a story. It's like, uh -huh. yeah, I'm doing levels. And How dare you? I, dare you. I, I know. Parker, I was my... about to blame you. I was about to say, <laughs> you you booked terrible guests, but I forgot this is my idea. <laughs> so so I'll, take, I'll take the blame. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, I, uh, I'd say my personal suggestion, so I played Mario 1 for the first time all the way through fairly recent like when nes online stuff came out and like 
it's fine and it was like important and stuff but as far as like just a playable experience these days does doesn't particularly yeah. well, hold that's, up that's pretty um, much nes games in super general. mario world though is just is super one mario of the best platformers like um, it's it holds up fantastically like the physics are great super mario 3 is also really good but i personally love World's super mario world when they period. bring super nintendo games to the switch i will i will play that do it. That's my it's caveat. so good. That's my caveat. Yeah. Nintendo, you because better do that for me. That one, I feel like, did the world thing overall just also better than Super Mario Three? Like, cause Three was the first one of those to yeah, do three, the world. Three was like a, a thing of like, oh, I see what you're doing here. Yeah. It's not all the way there, but I see what you're doing. And yeah. world's like, oh, okay, I'll take you the rest of the way there. Yeah. So Three was <laughs> exactly. the very end of the NES life, wasn't it? So you can sort of see the sort of if you compare Super Mario One, Super Mario Three, it's like a massive. You can almost be on a different console. Yeah. Um, yeah, from, I from would agree I with that. Haven't played them, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd say that seems pretty accurate. Um, yeah, it's just really good. So, in any case, it'll be lots of fun. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to skip over the next news bit because it's not even this week's news. But would you like I some mean, fresh, we can talk about it for real quick. Like it was fresh news. What was that? Would you like some really fresh news? Uh, sure. Sure. 30, yeah. 37, news. Thirty-seven minutes ago, a message for Pokemon video games. Please see below for a message from Mr. Junichi Masuda of Game Freak, the producer of Pokemon Sword and Shield. I'll summarise it because I've already read it. Um, cool. Basically, um, he is talking about the sort of not being able to share Pokemon to Sword and Shield. Mm-hmm. He said he's read all your comments and appreciates your love and passion for Pokemon. So basically, I read all the hate. I've, I've read how passionate you are about how much you hate this. Um, so basically, what they're saying is that it was a very difficult decision for them to not include all the Pokemon, but he needs to make it very clear that if a Pokemon is not in Sword and Shield, it doesn't mean it won't appear in future games, which I think you've spoken about in previous podcasts where you've said that, you know, just because it's not in this doesn't mean the third game or the Gen uh, 4 remakes or whatever aren't going to do what they did on the 3DS where they just pack them full of Pokemon, which I think is a nice confirmation for him to say that, you know, don't worry, we're not getting rid of any Pokemon, we're not we're not losing any Pokemon, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I wonder, so, because what that could mean, so that could mean a number of things, you know, and we'll only really know in retrospect, I'd guess, but one of the things it could mean is that in the same way that they're like, for this game, we're trying to pick the game, the Pokemon that most match or like fit in the Galar region. It's possible that that could either mean, you know, down the road in the in the Flabadab region, whatever, I don't know, <laughs> in Gen 9, that they do the same thing. And it's like, these are all the Pokemon that fit in that region, mm-hmm. um, which still like potentially means that we wouldn't if that if it if that's the way they're thinking about it, it means that like maybe Trubbish is never coming back no matter what, because it's just, you know, it doesn't fit with any of this. Or mm-hmm. it could mean that they're like, we just couldn't do it for this game. But by the time the next game comes out, we'll have had the resources to get yeah. all of them in there. I guess it's more that one, personally. That's what I think it is. I think it's a, a, a situation of, like, maybe they don't put them in the games directly. But I think that Sword and Shield, at one point in time, will have support for them. Like, I can't see them being like, Pokemon Guns out, right? <laughs> yeah. um, and, like, you can only have this Pokemon and Pokemon right. Gun. Like, I think They're you'll be able to take that UK. and then trade it. <laughs> True. The Galar region's outlawed guns. Come on. <laughs> There's those rubber band guns that you got when you were a kid. Like the, yeah. Pokemon yeah, no, that was blunderbuss. That's interesting. Well, thank you for, for finding that, Max. Um, yeah. That's in, and actually, that leads us pretty well into AJ's video as well and talking about that um, because he very, talked about DLC and whatnot in Nintendo games and Switch games, and that was one of them. 
It so sure nice. Was. Um, all right. So some comments on this video that we'll then go into and talking about is so seven says, I agree that they need to add a harder mode to Pokemon Sword and Shield because maybe they could even let you choose custom difficulty settings like in Celeste. For example, the settings could let you choose when you're allowed to save or heal, if at all. So if you want to so if you want to set up a Nuzlocke run or similar or they could let or they could do a gym leader mode. Maybe it could be kind of a mini game where you choose a type, perhaps not one represented by the eight you have to challenge as a part of the main game. And then you have to manage its gym by choosing the layout, recruiting trainers and and other staff to come work there and even design the badge. That would be really cool. Um, maybe the little notification thing could come up to let you know a new challenger has entered your gym, like one of your friends online, for example. And then you have to go to battle them, and if they defeat you, they not only get your badge, but points that they could trade in for special items. It's a cool idea, yeah. but I think something specifically the first bit about difficulty levels and being able to choose stuff and you know set up your own runs. I don't think that's something Nintendo or Game Freak really cares about, which I think is a shame. Like they obviously don't care about difficulty levels because they've never put them in. Um, and then to then I go from nothing. Oh, here we go. I don't go know about that. I, I don't. I don't think they care about difficulty levels in the like very direct sense in the way that it's I like you start the game the... it's like hard mode easy mode yeah, or normal yeah, mode. I mean, like, yeah. but mm-hmm. they very clearly have cared about difficulty since the beginning because yeah. picking your starters was that it was just yeah. like a discrete version yeah, of yeah, difficulty yeah. Mode. but i don't think they care enough to sort of things like nuzlocke runs that have been you know they're very popular it's something that fans yeah. do but to have mm-hmm. a specific setup in the game that does it when it's something there's always been something you sort of set up yourself and you do yourself you have to just you know part of the fun is probably not cheating yourself out of the experience by going that one doesn't count that doesn't count oh he's died but i'll just revive him it's fine like you know um, yeah i think that the best course of action for them to do is go in like an uncharted direction um where it scales and you don't know that it scales mm-hmm. like uncharted gets easier or harder depending on how you perform um, I, I think Pokemon could, yeah, I think Pokemon could easily, and that's, see, that's perfect. <laughs> that's good design, that cool. you know? Um, so I think that that's what Pokemon needs to do. And it would, it, it would be more obvious because it's like, oh, I battled this gym leader and he had all level 30s. And you're mm-hmm. like, what? Mine had all level 43s, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it still could be there without starting to game and be like, are you a boy or a girl? Are you a try hard or a newbie <laughs> you know is this nerd stuff or normie stuff <laughs> it reminds me a little bit of like just fire emblem kind of is the opposite of that where everything yeah. was permadeath and then they were like yeah we need to tone it down yeah. which is right. i think a more normal way to go about that is like the game by default is difficult and you're like let's implement some things you know yeah. into that whereas there's fewer times like with kirby for example like you can technically you can go into certain bits and turn up the difficulty, but it's not its not quite the same. <laughs> like, they're not there's, doing no, it the way difficulty that... difficulty levels in Kirby? It's, no, what? not in the regular game. Oh, it's okay. only in, like, a... I don't know, AJ, you've played it, so... Like, uh, Kirby Epic Yarn. So Kirby's extra Epic Yarn. Oh, that's true. Hashtag free product. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so that adds in a thing, but, like, adding in more difficulty is also, I guess, more complicated in some regards, where yeah. you... As opposed to, like adding in an intermediary step sort of thing like in celeste being like you just do an extra double jump 
Like that's pretty, you know, yeah, pretty making easy it easier, 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 making that. it harder without making it unfair or unbalanced or a slog mm-hmm. is diff is different. Isn't it? Yeah, right. Because like, I mean, that's like Diablo. I don't know. Have you played Diablo Nerd at all, Max? Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I played Diablo three. Okay, I've only played three. So yeah, and okay, even cool. then, like, I didn't get that far. I played like probably like 15 hours of it so i, I, I did I some that's when it came out so yeah that was about when oh when it came out like back in the day back in the, like a long time ago yeah when it came out on the pc like 2012 13 that's yeah, that what's right. a pc <laughs> sorry <that>? yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so it, in that the harder settings literally is just that the enemies are just more bullet spongy and that's that's pretty much mm-hmm. it you're you just do less damage or they take more damage and that's or i mean they take more damage to kill um and it's like that doesn't it's not a fun, more difficult, in my personal opinion. Like, because it's that with Pokemon, it's just it's longer easier, that way. I think it's easier to do something like that because Pokemon's already mad. Yes, I That's think I think you're right. Um, so it's different with turn-based stuff than maybe with hack and slashes, where with turn-based stuff, you're you know you have status elements, you have like mm-hmm. especially with it's like, more strategic in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if you're doing like a hack and slash, like let's say if they just took Monster Hunter. And they were like, let's make a hard mode of monster hunter. And they just bumped all the, the monster's health up. You're just doing, you're just slashing away. Yeah. And, you know, it gets to a point where it stops being interesting and it starts just being like bullet sponges. Yeah. Um, which isn't fun. It, it's <laughs> right. not fun. Agreed? Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, but the other stuff, though, I mean, so like the Nuzlocke thing, yeah, I don't know if that's ever going to happen in a regular game, but it would be super cool. Um, although, yeah, no, there's said, no way that they're going to put a death mechanic in Pokemon. That's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very true. Um,. <laughs> All your Pokemon keep running away because you keep knocking them out. <laughs> like, yeah, where are they? They go hey, into the farm. I say that. I say that. But then Blue's rat- Rattata. Yeah, eradicate. it's eradicate. <laughs> that's true. Um, Rip. That's dude. a very good point. Well, the, the whole of the whole of Pokemon the Lavender Town as well is all about. Yeah, you know, yeah. Rip, dude. Oh God. Mm. Rip, dude. What so is that Kibo? what's gonna? That's what's gonna happen. They're gonna remake Gen One again, and <laughs> the Pokemon that you lose are gonna be in Lavender Town. Yeah, <laughs> you have to do a whole funeral sequence in Lavender Town, and it's heart wrenching. Every yeah, single Lavender time. Town is actually the last town that you go to. Yeah. Uh, the I do wonder though. The wild area seems like that could be a section that has especially Roy, Pokemon die. Well, yeah, <laughs> but like you know, can have some more difficulty put in there where they're like, this is you know, in the same way that raid battles in Pokemon Go is like there's easier and harder ones and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I can see how the um, the wild area raids could be some of that too where like yeah um because it, the whole thing is a little more fluid than the regular game is it maybe i don't know we don't really know for sure but it seems like that kind of a thing where they could be like you know this enemy is just artificially higher level than other ones normally whatever yeah. but the gym stuff i thought that was really cool seven's yes. idea on that i feel like they could do like a whole speaking of mario maker they yep. could do a gym maker sort of situation where yeah. you're like the pokemon league head or whatever where you're yep. like recruit like you're this is the gym the first gym that you go to and the second gym and so on and so forth and yep. this is what your badges look like and mm-hmm. this is the requirement for this gym like maybe in this region you only need four badges or whatever right i mean we've said it before we'll say it again a pokemon mmorpg where you can have or- this is a video i'm gonna make a video about this about cool. pokemon maker i'm doing it nice excellent I, I like when? it who knows but i'm gonna do it <laughs> brilliant i'll leave a comment um, yeah agreed um so moving along benjamin aquino's comment uh sorry i almost said your last name wrong ben said i think nintendo has been doing dlc pretty well and that trend should continue if a game like mario tennis aces can get free content over time i think super mario party should as well 
Not saying it all has to be free, but maybe a mix of the two. Throw people a bone and they may be more likely to invest a bit more. My opinion on Pokemon would be very long if I went into detail due to my overwhelming passion and borderline obsession with the franchise. Instead, I'll scale back a bit. I would enjoy paid DLC in Pokemon Let's Go to include the Orange Islands. <laughs> that season of the anime doesn't get as much love as it should, and it was awesome. I hope that the Pokemon company really takes advantage of max raid battles in Sword and Shield. Hey, it would be a huge missed opportunity if not. They do not always need a third installment if they have ways to get people back into the game. This should also be a mix of the free cough cough national decks <laughs> cough cough and paid DLC. He gets it. I, I agree with that. <laughs> yes, 100%. he gets it. Um, and I, I like responded to this comment because I was like, especially now, you know, like we we like read all these long comments. Don't feel the need to like scale back. Tell me, I talked to you yeah. for ten minutes. <laughs> I want to know all your thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like as far as like the the DLC and like giving a little to like, I completely agree with that. And I think that for the most part, they agree with that. Uh, but they don't do it with every game. And yeah. I, I think, like, with Mario Party specifically, right? Like, they just set this precedent that people just buy a new game for for those DLC level changes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they're okay with that. And if you can get $60 out of people every year and a half or whatever, you're going to get $60 out of them every year and a half. It's almost like um, the Pokemon cycle is born from the Game Boy era when there wasn't DLC yeah. and there wasn't way right. to add content. And so, like, the content updates were like, well, we'll just put a new game out and we'll have that content in there and it sort of stuck around and maybe mm-hmm. it's the time to stop doing that maybe it's the time to start doing like not a season pass but like maybe like here's a whole new chunk of content give us mm-hmm. 15 20 quid i don't know what that is in dollars but you know <laughs> give us this much an amount of coins um and then we'll you know add new pokemon in or we'll add new gyms in or new islands like you know like they did with Leaf Green and Fire Red with the Sevi mm-hmm. Island. Yeah, with the Sevi Island. Which right. you reminded me in your video, actually, because I forgot that existed. <laughs> um, How dare you forget yeah. anything about Pokemon. No, I, yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. That's, it's interesting because, like, part of the, you know, the third game sort of thing is that it's, like, it's a special features game and, like, it, you know, feels, like, special and different or whatever, whereas I feel like, oddly enough, pay, uh, like, $20 paid DLC would get more backlash than uh, a full second, you know, like know full iteration that. game. I think I think they could easily. I think they could even say, "Hey, uh, I mean, I prefer know, it." You <laughs> know, Pokemon. Considered. You know, Pokemon Blunderbuss. That we're not doing a sixty dollars game for that. It's forty dollars DLC. Uh-huh. <laughs> get this game. It's like new story elements. It's new mechanics, new mm-hmm. battle facilities, and like all that sort of thing. And instead of buying a whole brand new sixty dollars game, you already have the game. And what you were saying about the Delta episode and the Rainbow Rocket, right? That was you were saying mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that's, right. that's a good idea. Like having that as you know, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon had other things, but to be able to just have like an entire post-game, you know, story DLC mm-hmm. like the either of those things but it's something new that maybe mm-hmm. introduces new Pokemon, new like characters. a like yeah. a mm-hmm. like the uh what is that game called lost something uh the uncharted game another uncharted comparison lost, uh, legacy lost legacy yeah. yep lost that's legacy it. how that's dlc but it's like it's a whole game beefy you don't, know yeah, like don't don't make people that have already played the first set play through the mm-hmm. same game again just right. for the changes release think- the changes or something else yeah, exactly. I think uh, Max, you were actually the one to point this out on Twitter. But like when they talked about the DLC, I mean, just kidding, that wasn't you. No, uh, when they talked about the DLC for Breath of the Wild, and that it was like we had yes. so many DLC ideas that we turned it into a sequel. Um, 
I, I think like the reason we got the kinds of DLC we got is probably because it's like, okay, this is the non-story stuff. Here's just some fun activities that people can do to yeah. keep playing the game. And then all the story ideas we have are great story ideas, hopefully. And we'll put those <laughs> in a whole new game. Whereas with Pokemon, like we know in three years, they're not going to want to make just like a sequel to this specific, you know, like Galar point two. Mm-hmm. They're just going to be making Gen 9 at that right. point in, you know, three years later. Yeah. So they might as well take the story elements and yeah, just do them as DLC like Breath of the Wild might have if they hadn't just made a sequel instead. And like, I can sympathize with that because like full transparency in the making of this video, that very thing happened where it's like, I started the video being like, I want to talk about DLC for Nintendo Switch. And then there was just so many ideas that I had that I was like, okay, let me like specifically just tailor this. Seriously, like I I went from it just generally being about DLC to it Mm -hmm. being about DLC that will fundamentally change the game in a way that will make people feel better about the game. Um, Rather than just give us Mario Odyssey DLC, because like there's nothing wrong with Mario Odyssey. We just want more of it. Yeah, Yeah, But the other games on this list didn't really fit with that idea so i took all those games that were like Mm -hmm. you know give us more give us more mario kart you know like that sort of thing Mm -hmm. and just was like nah doesn't fit here so like i get it i get that they start on this like thread and it keeps getting longer and longer Mm -hmm. and longer and they're like all right let's just make a full sweater it was your podcast last week um when you were on with what's your friend's name mitch mitch yeah. Um, he will be coming over to play some Mario Maker in like an hour and a half. Oh, no. I'm still not convinced he exists. I never talked to him, so he doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, see, when you were talking to Mitch about, specifically when you sort of mentioned my tweet, mm-hmm. and you were talking about it, it made me realise that, okay, maybe when they announced it as Story DLC, because um, you know, before the game came out, there was that whole like thing of like, by the season pass, it yeah. comes with this bit of Story DLC. Maybe that was the plan. The plan was always to have Story DLC. And then as they were making that, they were like... <sighs> Oh, uh, we've <laughs> got some real less. What's the worst idea we have? But obviously, it wasn't like terrible. But like, okay, we need to fulfill the promise of it being extra story. We need to fulfill the promise of it having one extra dungeon. So let's take all of these ideas that we had, Ganondorf and the tower that maybe were DLC ideas, and mm-hmm. instead take them into the new game, and we'll just plop a new bit of story. Which was it was kind of it was a good it was a good final boss, and it was you know it was yeah. a pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't that good a dungeon, but you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to have that extra content that you know it, it it fulfills the it's a story thing blah, blah blah but without being all of the good juicy ideas that they're like let's do a sequel which yeah. i've actually no because they were going to delete that tweet because uh I, I i feel i feel like you're correct <laughs> <laughs> no i because i remember all the like theories of what maybe the story was going to be or mm-hmm. you know any of that kind of stuff ahead of time and then the story was not anything particularly great yeah, that's... which so that yeah there are, there are theory so videos options. on the story of Breath of the Wild than probably all of the Breath of the Wild cutscenes and story like combined. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I guess that's just how the, you know, there's a lot of hinting at the timeline and not actually doing it. This yeah, is a tangent right, though. Exactly. It is. But you know, it's that's what everything's about. If there weren't tangents, we'd just be reading words. That's true. I'm I, I don't know. We'd Who be would listen to that? <laughs> Um, and then the last comment for AJ's video, uh, Jonathan F says, I haven't played Super Mario Party since I first bought the game. It got boring very quickly. I absolutely welcome DLC or some form of support. As it stands now, Super Mario Party 2, if or when it is made, will be a cautious buy because Super Mario Party was lacking for me. As far as Pokemon, also welcome, but we have this conversation during the last E3 video. Haha. <laughs> yes. Mario Party is, is such a strange... It sold what, like six million, probably even more copies worldwide. It mm-hmm. like it sold like a million in its first couple of weeks, something like that. Um, it you know it's a huge success. Compare that to Mario Tennis, which 
maybe sold two or three million copies yet he's getting still getting content to this day and this huge Mario Party where they've already got like the platform is there you just need to add new boards maybe do mini games like mm-hmm. you just need to do little stuff to it and they just haven't done it and it's strange I don't know if that's because of the team that were working on it because it's a it was a it was it was a Nintendo no it wasn't a Nintendo team who made, who made Mario Party um, it's um uh, starts with an H Hudson Hudson, Hudson. thank you yep. is it Hudson okay interesting um, so or, maybe, oh wait, there was whatever. Go ahead. Yeah, I think maybe, that's maybe, who used to make. I don't remember. There was exactly a, yeah, there's another search with an N that I can't remember. Oh, ND Cube, ND Cube. Okay, yeah. right. Okay, so maybe they had other things to do. Um, whereas yeah. maybe Camelot have that. I think that's right. Maybe they don't have mm. so much to do, and they're able to. They better have stuff to do. They should be working on Golden Sun. Yeah, goodness gracious. Oh, actually, make the video. So Mario Golf. ND Cube. Just checked it. It is ND Cube. Um, as far as ones that we didn't see at E3, I definitely thought something from Camelot, like Mario Golf or whatever, but we didn't see that. So, yeah, moving along. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go into that later. And as far as sales, 2.6 million. Mm-hmm. Oh, was it uh, for Mario oh, Tennis? So it's not even three. And what's what's Mario Party at? Mario yeah, Party like is at 6.4. See, that's over double. <laughs> and they're yeah. just like, nah, that's fine. I mean, I guess to some, maybe. Like I cynical as this see, is, see, maybe it's is like, like a, eh, it's fine. We'll be making another one anyway. Right. Yeah. See, but that's the thing that's weird because it's like, um, well, then again, no, because they're not just going to make another Mario Tennis on Switch. But it's like, right. it, it, it almost feels like they have this like threshold that's like right above and right below where it's like, if it yep. doesn't hit this number, DLC. If it gets above this number, DLC. If it's in this like <laughs> threshold, uh-huh. nothing. You know, because yep. like it's just not worth it. I feel like we're always getting new Mario Tennises and Mario Parties, so I don't think we're going to have to wait that long. I feel like the Wii U had like two or three Mario Parties, and I'm pretty sure that had a Mario, Mario Tennis. Tennis is well. usually like I think it's one Mario, Mario. Like one yeah, it's like a Mario, it's like Mario Kart, Kart isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much same for um, Mario Golf. I think it's been longer. Um, yeah, I don't. Think, I can't think of the last Mario Golf game. Yes, I yeah. can. It was on Wii U. Mario Golf was on 3DS. It was on 3DS then. <laughs> it was on. It was on a Nintendo Wii U. console. Uh, 3DS. It was on last a Nintendo Mario console. Tennis was on Wii U. Ah, yeah, mm. yeah, that was. But it was yeah, basically was Mario Tennis Aces <laughs> Alpha version. Yeah. Yes, right. Yeah. <laughs> Ultra Smash. Yeah. 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 Uh, good stuff. Yeah, I um. I, I agree. I was thinking the exact same thing as you were talking about DLC in your video, AJ. Thinking the same thing as Jonathan was, where like, I'm just not gonna buy Mario Party two. Like they would have, because honestly, Mario Super Mario Party looked like it was pretty, mm-hmm. pretty good, full featured, whatever you know. And then it turned out each individual feature, there were lots of features, but they were just like really thin in and of themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's one of those things that like reviews straight up just told us that. Mm-hmm. And so I might as well i just figured it would be good to have a party game but like honestly the jackbox party games are better Absolutely. for that anyway <laughs> so oh, I, I have played mario party i played each of the balls once mm-hmm. and yep, I, same. I brought the game off a friend to do it because i'm not going to pay 40 quid i don't know how much that is in dollars uh to <laughs> to play each of the things once i did it i did it i lost every time i haven't given the game back but i keep meaning to and that's mm-hmm. it i'm done because there's no extra content there's no you know just things like new characters like they have a mario tennis or yep. a new board or they don't even have to do new mini games i don't know how many mini games there are but there's probably enough to mix and match and keep it interesting if you're doing different types of things so yep. even just the just the basic the, the front facing stuff like the boards and the characters mix that up a bit <sighs> yeah i just no, don't know I'm why they you. don't do like the mario kart thing where Mario Kart's not always here's thirty new courses mm-hmm. and thirty mm-hmm. new characters. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of like remixing, shifting in and out. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they could easily just say, okay, which one of these mini games could we rework to work on Switch? Mm-hmm. Yep. 
and just put those in there. 40 old ones, the 80 th new ones. The there 3DS you go. Mario Party game, what was that? 100 um, Mario Party The top yeah. 100, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, why wasn't that on Switch? Like, it's 100, 100 mm -hmm. mini games, that keep you entertained. What's interesting, I think with that one, it was like also just weird because you know how like in Mario Party, you can just go and pick like, I want to play these mini games. Mm -hmm. It's it was pretty much unless I'm mistaken, more or less it was that situation where like you could just pick what mini games you want to play or like we want to play five random mini games. Mm -hmm. um, but 3DS is also not a good console for that as far as like other people need to have you a 3DS. Too. Yeah, yeah, not a good yeah, console. Like, no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. It's like the Switch, but you can just put it in, have a Joy-Con to someone, and play the game. Yeah. Right, exactly. So, I mean, like, the Switch is perfect for Mario Party, and they just, you know... Could have just stopped it. Switch is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yep. Things and stuff. But, uh, yeah, any more thoughts on your video, AJ? Give us more DLC, Nintendo. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> so exactly. That's a lovely summary of the video there. I've seen it, like, in a test. That, that is exactly what the video is about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So, all right. So, then, moving right along, and... Um, we need to go through this pretty quickly because we're just keep bouldering through and it's past midnight for Max right now. It is. I'm sorry with it. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my video I talked about indie devs doing pretty much Cadence of Hyrule type situations and more games yeah. doing that sort of thing. So um, before we go into some of the comments, Max, it sounded like you had some creative ideas that would be fun. Yeah. Curious so I was, what they are. I, was, I was watching your video and I was like, I could probably come up with some of these. I'm going to speak to you tomorrow. I might as well come up with some. Yeah. And then I wrote one down, got to the end of the video, and I was like, mm, I just deleted it because you just said it. It was the, it was the uh, Captain Falcon sort of action game. In my head, it was like a Platinum game style situation, like a Bayonetta. Mm -hmm. and, but anyway, so I deleted that anyway. Um, I actually have, I have three ideas, if we've got enough time for me to, to yeah, go give for three it. ideas. Um, mm -hmm. Idea one uh, is the, you mentioned Yoku's Island Express. I can't mm -hmm. remember what game you said you'd, you'd have uh, them Pikmin, do. I think. Yeah, see, I want a different route. I want Yoko's Island Express, uh, Villa Gorilla that did that. I want them to do a Metroid Prime pinball Metroidvania. So it's a Metroid yeah. Prime pinball game. We're in the, stuck in the Morphle, but it's the same pinball mechanics, but it's also Metroidvania like Yoko's Island Express. Yep. That's what I so, like, You still pick up your power-ups. You still like Yoko's Island Express, but you are Samus in the ball. And that was that. And I thought that's a It ticks all your boxes. Cause it's a, <laughs> also, it double ticks one of the boxes because it's a spin-off of a spin-off that's true mm. <laughs> um, yeah so that's one of them um, uh-huh second one is probably my favourite one actually out of all of them um, so you guys know Stardew Valley right yes, yes. have you played Absolutely. Stardew Valley absolutely yes. you guys know Pikmin right yeah yes so imagine Pikmin right or Stardew Valley or whatever you crash land on a planet um, mm -hmm. but instead of finding Pikmin around you grow them so you plant the Pikmin you do the watering they pop up and then you can then um, take them out and find stuff and then you can find other ones and you grow more Pikmin and then the Pikmin can maybe like water the plants for you and pick other Pikmin up for you and then they maybe they eventually die because you know it's got to be harrowing <laughs> and there's still the whole the night and day thing where like at the end of the night you'll have to go inside um, and there could be like a little village of like I don't know aliens that you then give Pikmin to because then there's a reason for you to be selling things and giving Pikmin to them and then they start to thrive mm -hmm. and then you can make friends and you know just basically if you took the idea of Stardew Valley but then also applied a Pikmin skin to it and then also some Pikmin elements to it mm -hmm. I think that'd be a good idea I um, think that would be cool especially with like because as it is the Pikmin grow pretty quickly you know like mm -hmm. in yeah. in regular Pikmin it's like yeah. oh Pikmin there you go there it is mm -hmm. um, but kind of slowing that down mm -hmm. to to where it just takes longer like in Stardew Valley or whatever so that each Pikmin is a more valuable resource to you yeah. Is and you still fun. need to watch I feel the like Pikmin could to... also be like a moonlighter situation too. Mm. Like, 
how, how so? it's it's that whole thing of like you are running this whole business of like hey i'm growing your pigment uh, yeah. Right? yeah and then you also have to go and fight bold borbs yeah. or whatever take your take your big <laughs> take your big purple pikmin uh-huh. and use them as weapons and then you get better weapons yeah so it's one of, it's yeah. one of the because of the different types of pikmin it's sort of you know like in stardew valley when you like oh i've grown this um what's the what's the it's not star fruit what's the other one Rare uh, berries, ancient fruit. berries, ancient berries, ancient fruit, uh-huh. wherever it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're growing your ancient fruit. Um, you know, you have to work towards it. You can't go straight into ancient fruit. So it's the same sort of thing where you could, you know, eventually you unlock the purple Pikmin, which you might be able to use on the farm to flatten out some land to grow more stuff. You also might be able to take them out into sort of the more exploration-based stuff and use them to break things or fight things or, you know, mm-hmm. and then having dual things for Pikmin. Like break rocks so you can grow rock Pikmin. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. Like you can be a plant... Shards of Boulder. Yeah, this this was my favorite one because I was thinking of it and yeah. I was like, yeah, there's a lot here. Like, there's a lot of ideas. Mm-hmm. That here. And I think obviously, the per- I, I would have concerned Ape do it because he's just he's just got it. He's, yeah. He knows what he knows what he's doing. He knows he how does. to make it. A- <laughs> also, on a, on a side note, it, it's more interesting to play Stardew Valley um, if you pretend you're like a drug lord and like <laughs> you've got like. <laughs> So eventually I got to the point where I was like, I've got so much money and no one to love because I haven't made enough friends of anyone. I've got this, you know, I've got the biggest house. I've just got this empty room for babies. There's mm-hmm. no one in there. No one loves me. I was like, I'm just going to go into my greenhouse every day, look at all my ancient fruit. And I've got like under my house, there's just like loads of ancient fruit growing, like ancient fruit wine getting better. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, this is, I'm Walter White. I've got nothing. I've nothing but my money, you know. I thought you meant that you were a drug lord in your former life like the story at the beginning that's like <laughs> you're and you're away. like you're going yeah you're running away but you're like undercover too or something like that so like you know out in the desert that one mob boss type guy that's standing there the security guard like he's an old pal of yours or something like that <laughs> i think they, they should, yeah they could do, I, think, I think if concerned they did like a mod or if someone did a mod for it where it uh-huh. was like everything you're growing is a is a drug paraphernalia of some description <laughs> and like you just have to like get really shady and you become friends with people by gifting them variety i mean this is it's a bit it's a bit 18 bit, bit m-rated maybe but uh yeah i think that'd be fine <laughs> m-rated um and my third yeah. idea is a very simple one you touched on it earlier actually um so sidebar games who did golf story mm-hmm. if they did a mario yep. golf game that was uh, like was an art was a mario rpg at the same time mm-hmm. so like the mario rpgs we've had luigi and the one with their inside bowser what's that bowser's inside story mm-hmm. um yeah that but as a mario golf game so there's still the golf elements maybe there's some combat as well maybe there's sort of like this golf story you you play golf story haven't you i know you yeah you absolutely. have yeah mm-hmm. so you have like the the uh, drone golf and the frisbee golf mm-hmm. um the racing car just little elements like that that mix it up a bit because otherwise it's just all golf but that really right. mario mario party story with mario characters and set in mario worlds um i think that'd be really cool mm-hmm yeah that could be re- i think the trick the tricky part there would be distinguishing it enough from mario golf um as far as like the progression or whatever i mean not from mario mm-hmm. from a golf, golf story, story. Yeah, as far yeah. as the progression and stuff goes but i mean i think you could definitely i mean just make it work the interesting thing too with mario golf the so the only rpg one that i played was the game boy color one i think there was one other the original one. one wasn't it that was like the i think it was the original one yeah, yeah. in oh no, no i'm thinking i'm not even thinking mario golf i'm thinking mario tennis i apologize um which also <laughs> oh. so the the game boy color one of those was an rpg is the one i'm thinking of but you didn't even play as mario you played as like a, a kid generic. harry and yeah. somebody else <laughs> um and so the one thing was that mario i think it? sorry what 
Was Mario in the game? He was, but it was like he and Luigi were like the final boss kind of situation. Oh, I see. Okay. And the um the free play stuff was Mario and Luigi yeah. and you know any characters well, that you picked. I mean maybe having a full Mario theme, like in, as opposed mm-hmm. to a golf story where it's kind of you are you have like a little overworld and you traverse from area to mm-hmm. area and you, you revisit them. Maybe there's more of a linear you know, you move from world to world to world to world and there's less focus on tournaments and more focus mm. on yeah. boss battles and, you know, using the golf and interesting combat mechanics and things like that. I think, yeah, they could do, sidebar games could do a super good job, I think. I'm curious, I feel their game, like, hinted at a tennis game, too. Like, I... They are working on something. I know they okay, are. Okay, yeah. I, I've got a feeling down the road we're going to see Tennis Story come out mm-hmm. and maybe they were, you know, just waiting and tinkering more with it until... Mario Tennis Aces was further in the back, but I don't really think yeah, that would have much well, to do with it. But they're a small team. But like, I, I mean, yeah. Golf Story was a Wii U game that then became a Switch game. I, th- I think. Oh, uh, really? Okay. Um, but I know they're working on something now. Um, I don't know what. I just know that they're working on something because <laughs> they've been they were hiring artists a while back. And as I've got my pulse on the TikTok community, very worried about things <laughs> like this. You know me. <laughs> yep. Cool. Those are great ideas. I yeah, especially the. I mean, all of those are fun. The morph, the Metroid Morphball or whatever thing. Metroid Prime Pinball yes. Silent Express. That sounds fun. I'm down with that. So some of you guys' comments. Uh, Graham Richardson had I didn't a bunch. Even get an idea. How dare you? What'd you say? Give AJ. Give I said a- I didn't even get an idea. How dare you? Go AJ. Give me your shot. I want to hear your ideas. I want Hello I Games to make Starfire's game. Make I it this. No Man's Sky, but good. I was thinking this yesterday and I thought, I can't do it. But I was thinking, yes, I was thinking this yesterday. Because, uh-huh. like, imagine if they had, like, a budget and a team to make their game from yep. the beginning. Man. <laughs> and just make it a Star Fox game. Yep. I was I was going through, like, a list of Nintendo franchises, and I was, like, trying to pair an indie developer to and that's how I came up with some of these. And it was when I got to Star Fox, the first thing I thought was, like, what if No Man's Sky was good? <laughs> what if No Man's Sky was, <laughs> was a game? Which, Which is I mean, now, apparently I it's good now. It's good now, yeah. yeah. But, like, but launched, make it good launched. from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I think the... We need to even... It's not like we need to focus as much on some of the things No Man's Sky did as far as, like... I I, I don't know a whole lot about it, but it sounds like some of the things are more like, you know, building a specific... Like, this planet and stuff like yeah. that. Like, your base like and less, that kind less of thing. Like, Minecraft. Like, because No Man's Sky right. was Minecraft in space. Mm-hmm. Um, but make it more so, like, built around the idea of, like, these procedurally generated planets mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Because in Star Fox, the lore is you're a bounty hunter. Yeah, so right. to be able to be like, go to Quadrant X, Trident C or whatever, right? <laughs> and get this alien dude yeah. to like and fly out to this planet. Mm-hmm. It's there, you know? Yeah. Um, so or like, like Warframe that. kind of like that. Yeah. More more like that mission, not the world build, but um, right. like the kind of world-ish of the No Man's Sky kind of thing, but the mission structure a little bit of... Um, Warframe, where you're sent out mm-hmm. to do stuff, and you're like, all right, and then you go fly out and do the things. But like right. all those mi- maxed, m- maxed together, mixed together, whatever. That's my name. Mm-hmm. Saying, trying to say match and mix, and I'm having a bad time <laughs> over here. Um, but that would be cool. I've, yes. I've, um, I've just thought of another Star, Star Fox one. What if they did like a Star Fox um, racing game, and it was by Retro Studios? Wow, <laughs> that would be interesting. What would they? That's think almost as good of an idea. As I don't the know, Wii U. Like, Star Fox. Like, <laughs> why are we saying this stuff publicly? Something with pricks in the title. Definitely something with pricks. That's all I've got. I don't know. <laughs> just saying. I don't think you. I don't think you're allowed to say that on this podcast. He's just phonetically. He's just spelling, reading out phonetically. That's, That's right. Yeah. 
Hooked on phonics worked for me. Um, <laughs> all right, moving to the comments. Uh, Graham Richardson had a bunch of different comments that I just kind of compiled together here. Um, but what about a Splatoon spinoff made in the style of SteamWorld Heist? Oh, I said this as well. <laughs> this, I'll keep reading and then we'll talk about it. But Sorry, go I, on, go on. I like that a whole lot. Um, and then he said, okay, this is fun. How about Pilot Wings done by Psionic? You could have some sort of Rocket League style yeah, flying game League, along yeah. with a bunch of courses to test your flying skills. You could alter your plane and they would sell model slash skin packs of different style aircraft. Or mm. how about we get Star Fox in the style of Subnautica. One large world to explore, survival game, maybe Fox gets downed on a planet and must put together a relay to call for help. He has to explore an alien world with a mix of his malfunctioning R-Wing and some good old-fashioned out-of-aircraft walking, etc. Is Subnautica randomly generated or procedurally generated? Or is Subnautica... Yeah, I don't know. But that would be cool if you combined the No Man's Sky idea of procedurally generated with that. That might be quite cool. Um, I want to jump when he said Splatoon's mm-hmm. been off made in the style of Seymour Heist. Literally, the last thing I wrote down last night before I went to bed <laughs> was um, Splatoon Into the Breach. So, like, mm, it's it's yeah. a smaller scale uh, strategy game, isometric, where you're mm-hmm. you're you're still um, you're still trying to get turf, but because it's sort of shorter turns, smaller landscapes. You know, mm-hmm. by the time you're finished, whoever has the most turf wins. So it's Splatoon, but it's yep. in a uh, thingy. It's a strategy game. So it's the same idea. That's the, yeah. Yeah. I think honestly, any like not any, but a lot of action-based games turned into some kind of strategy-based games, like mm-hmm. turn-based RPG or card, you know, deck building type thing. Like yeah. it's just always, if it's done right, could be really fun. Where like, um, you know, I mentioned like Slay the Spire and Fire Emblem. Fire I've Emblem. I've not played any Fire Emblem stuff yet. Um, this is going to be my first one actually uh, when Three Houses comes out. But I feel like just. It's an easy way to get a lot of lore in really simply where it's like a card has all the significance and, mm-hmm. you know, has like a little thingy about it. But it's it's just like good, easy spinoffs to make that can take some of the kinds of mechanics, but do it in a different because way. A, because a card game has like, like with SteamWorld Heist, uh, no mm-hmm. quest. Yeah. Has, you know, there's so many different cards. You can only make, uh, what is it, decks of six, decks of seven? I can't I decks now. of eight per decks character. Decks of eight, okay. So mm-hmm. because you, but there's like... 20 cards for each character you can cram in so many complex things from these action games or these RPGs that, that have such a depth to them mm-hmm. that by cramming them all into single shot cards you can almost like take so many elements out of it and you can basically just take everything out of one game yep. put it into there and people can just pick and choose cards whatever ones they think are best so yep. that's what, yeah, I agree with you yesterday what you said in your, in your video I thought it was good it would be fun and cool um, but yes turning Splatoon into ideas. some nerd stuff <laughs> <laughs> It would be good. Somebody also said, uh, what was the, w- one of the ones that I, oh, Enter the Gungeon, how I said, like, it'd be fun to have Metroid in there. Metroid. They were like, or Splatoon in there, which, great that fit. Would like, be, that would be yeah. super cool. Being able to sort of have different weapons, all the different weapons are, the Splatoon weapons, mm-hmm. and yeah, 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 it's correct. And the, I mean, all things considered to the, um, the enemies from the, whatever it's called, where it's like the, the wave one, where it's oh, just more uh, and more waves come after. Uh, salmon run, salmon right? run. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, enemies from enemies that well. thrown into like a 16-bit, you know, isometric yeah, yeah, yeah. top-down style. Like would even be the really bosses cool. from the story mode could be the bosses. There's what six? Well, across yep. the whole franchise, one of better bosses, but there's like eight bosses maybe. Yep. So yeah, you could have eight different. Right. You know, and then mm-hmm. you can also have the salmon run stuff. Yeah, that's good. Like it would that. be fun. 
So yeah, uh, moving along. Cool Mint MC said, these are just amazing ideas that I really hope Nintendo starts doing more of. Plus, it's kind of like you said, these would be the perfect opportunity to revive dead franchises. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me. One of the franchises that's also in Smash that I see a lot of people still really love is Earthbound. I don't know anything about the game, but that could be cool. But that has me thinking, what if Super Smash Bros. got a spin-off game? Like, everyone loved Subspace Emissary cutscenes and how all the characters interacted with each other. Just imagine a story-based game with cutscenes or perhaps a turn-based RPG. I don't know. The idea really intrigues me a lot. That'd be dope. I don't want a turn-based RPG, though. <laughs> <laughs> no. Maybe, well, I like the idea of having like like a story-based Smash game. Like yeah. some mm-hmm. like like uh, the Avengers or something like that, yes, you know, right, the, right. like South Space Emissary, basically. Mm-hmm. Can you believe yes. this is like the first Smash chat we've had so far in this entire <laughs> podcast. I really yeah, expected man. more from you guys. Yeah, man, it would have happened if I was playing it more this week, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't playing well, it that well. much. Yep. No, I thought, yeah, those ideas. I almost talked about Earthbound and um, made by Toby Fox and stuff. Yes, but um, that doesn't fit rule three. I just didn't talk about it. So, but the next comment does talk about Toby Fox. So, great comment, Cool Mint MC. Thank you very much. Um, Doodle Man Drew says, "If I had my wish, I'd grab Toby Fox, who, for context, made Deltarune and Undertale and stuff like that, or is making Deltarune rather. I'd grab Toby Fox and sit him in front of all the Paper Mario assets, give him a big budget, and let him go wild with his own fun idea. gameplay loop, not sticking to the gameplay of Paper Mario necessarily, but with a double or with a doubt." Uh, but without a doubt, able to give the game the humor it needs. Also, yeah. if it could have the freedom to include other Nintendo properties without restraint, I think Fox could use it sparingly or consistently, but either way, in a way that is thoughtful and not cheap cameos. He has a good sense of humor. I think he's got a good sort of idea for, for gameplay mechanics, um, and I think that it's perfect to take things like a flat 2D art style and make it interesting like how the sort of one bit art style of the battles of Undertale and sort of the um, you know 16 bit but like not super high res 16 bit style of mm-hmm. like Undertale yeah I think that's a really good fit that's a really yep. good idea. it would yeah. just be cool I, I think a big thing about Paper Mario all the Mario RPGs is like their humor and mm-hmm. stuff like that so mm-hmm. like getting somebody that's really good at that and is in tune with that and can meme but not directly meme you know yeah, right. yeah. it's like Nintendo gets into that where it's like oh let's make Luigi dab that's yeah. gonna be cool to you, you know <laughs> um, so that I think, was actually I think Ubisoft he, that was Ubisoft I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and he slammed I mean, Nintendo, Nintendo signed off on it you know what I mean like if Nintendo didn't want Luigi to dab he wouldn't be dabbing yeah that's true that's true <laughs> Oh, they're yep. getting my copy of Mario Rabbids signed. I've sent it off to David, 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 David Soliani. Mm-hmm. I don't have a, a copy because I'm not a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that was a fun game. I really enjoyed it a lot. I didn't Excellent get the DLC game. though. I have no, just I had other things to play. But I will get it eventually because it's yep. like a ten pounds. But and it looks, it also looks like a lot of DLC. Um, oh, let's, let's jump into let's jump back to eighties. A lot of DLC, I <laughs> think. Sometimes DLC comes out, and uh-huh. I, I finish the game, and I'm like, I don't want to have to go back in and relearn that game. Just I play know. their DLC. I did it for Breath of the Wild, but there's a lot of games where I like I have the DLC all season pass. I'm like, like the game was complete when I got it, and now there's just extra content that I'm not going to go back and play. Whereas something right. like the Donkey Kong one, where it it doesn't like give extra content or continue you on from where you left off, 
it's just a whole new campaign mm. using the same elements stripped down to the basics again so you don't have to go and be like well hang on I've got all these weapons to choose yeah. from all these strategies to learn because the three characters are all completely different they have their own strategies it's just like learning the game again from scratch with new you know, mm-hmm. with new content and I think that's a perfect kind of DLC same with the community to get Golden Torna the Xenoblade mm-hmm. yeah. DLC yeah. I love Xenoblade amazing game played 100 hours of it didn't go out for the DLC but I keep meaning to when I can find <laughs> it sort of at the right price because it's one of those things where it's it's a very standalone cut yeah. piece of DLC uh, it's pretty much a small sequel kind of a thing. Yeah, like, absolutely. Well, it's it's uh, like related, it's, but it's, it's not. It's yeah. a prequel, actually. Uh, I think we'll find. Um, <laughs> See, this is the thing. This was a, a timing issue because <laughs> Nintendo sent this to me. Mm-hmm. I sent it to Logan because that's more Logan's thing than it is mine. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Logan. Logan. So yeah, what happened with that? Uh, I can't say anything, and I feel bad that I can't say anything uh-huh. about that because they <laughs> said who's Logan. I don't, I don't think I've spoken to Logan or heard of Logan. Um, so Logan, he, I mean, he was another person that did stuff on the channel. He was originally part of the channel, like oh. we started it together. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was just not as invested, so mm-hmm. it just didn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't say anything about that, game, but I wish I could. <laughs> get, get it back. I'll have it. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I just take the code back. Mm-hmm. Be like, hey, uh, send me over that key. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and last but not least of these, uh, Jordan DeBest, uh, regular over here, says Pauline's City Manager as oh, one cool. game. Oh, snap. <laughs> Rosalina's Star Search, kind of like Gris or Gree, rather. Gris, um, yeah. Grease, whatever. Uh, Grease. From Devolver Grease. Digital. Grease. Ice Climbers and Captain Falcon, like you said. Punch out and a Bowser game where you get to where you got to take care of Bowser Jr. and the Koopalings. Now, if that was like Nintendogs, I would play that game. Yep, uh, those are great ideas. I do want like a Pauline city manager That's a sort of thing because <laughs> like you can like you got to make sure that your city's like uh, protected enough so Donkey Kong can't come back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, absolutely. It would be great. So, so yeah. Like so, it. oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I like at the end of Mario Odyssey, like that level of Mario Odyssey, when they have a whole sort of throwback bit where they just obviously celebrate the defeat of Donkey Kong. But yeah. Donkey Kong's obviously a villain to these people. They don't know that Mario is actually like just oh, they've been playing tennis and you know. Playing, <laughs> he does the same thing. With Bowser. See, together. the people in Mario are weird, dude. Mm-hmm. Like Peach, garbage person. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, Mario, deeply confused. Ashley hated Peach. Person. Like uh, Ashley loved Rosalina and hated Peach until we played New Super Mario Bros. U. And she'd play as Toadette and get the Peachette power up and be like, "Oh, like it's way easier this way." So now she likes Peach, but really mostly <laughs> just in that context because she's like, she's got the ups. Like <laughs> she's using her, which I, I'm fine with because Peach is a garbage human. There you you know? know, she uses Mario, so she deserves it. Yeah. True. If I could swear on this podcast. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so that's what happens if you comment on some of the videos we make which you should be watching because they're fun uh, then we'll talk about some of those comments Great content. like this um, but also if you comment on this podcast video if you're watching this on YouTube you'll see our faces if you're listening to it on podcast apps uh, you won't see our faces that's pretty straightforward but if you leave some comments we might just talk about them the next week um, maybe depending on which one. So we've got a couple of those to go over before we wrap up. So from Harry Hoffert says, any reason why this isn't posted on the main channel? Question mark. I probably would have, would have been a long time listener, but it took me a while to find this channel. Regardless, big fan of the content on the main channel. Keep it up. Thank you. Uh, I wanted to pull this one because like 
you know, like new yep. people join in, they don't know the whole backstory of all that stuff. Yep. So the reason why we don't post this on the main channel is because YouTube likes to judge the entirety of your channel on everything. So like you can have significantly different circumstances for a video, but they'll still weigh the performance for the last one compared to the current one. So for instance, right, like, um, before it would be like a Logan video will go up and Logan's videos have different metrics that my videos do So that would impact the next video that I do and vice versa So mm -hmm. like his videos would do better because my videos did a certain thing and it so it would go back in a circle around the podcast was a very exaggerated version of that mm -hmm. where the podcast would have It's like an hour and a half long thing back that even less than that a lot of time and it would have like I don't know 45 minutes of retention time but that's like half of it. So it's like it, it's like under 50%. So like, oh, it's under 50%. So it's not doing good. You know, Nobody like likes it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, and also, I guess it, the podcast is available everywhere. Like, I mean, I've, I listen to it on Spotify unless mm -hmm. I want to look at Parker for a bit, in which case I'll pop it on YouTube. You know, <laughs> it doesn't happen often. Um, right. It did happen last week, that's for sure. Um, so I guess, like, yeah, sorry, carry on. <laughs> So putting it on directly to you, it just puts mm -hmm. the, the, the decision on you, really. Whereas before it was like, people want to watch the stuff that's in their sub feed and that they get notifications for. And then if they see this thing that they subscribe for these like uh, scripted 10 to 15 minute long videos about this one specific thing. And then they see this hour and a half long podcast. They're like, this is not what I'm here for, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. unsubscribe. Uh, and that <laughs> it's just un that simple to the people sometimes where it's just like, oh, this is different from what I subscribe for. So I don't want to be here anymore. Mm -hmm. um, so I wanted to put this on something that people know that they're getting it for, you know? Yep. Makes perfect sense. Makes sense. So yeah, that's the answer to that question. Good stuff. Uh, Mark Andrews, we uh, talked about one of your comments, and so he responded to kind. And then also we left a video with some questions at the end. Um, Mitch asked what game you would want to present at next E3. I asked how tall are turtles. Um, <laughs> for the first, he said, I would present an Animal Crossing Battle Royale where you can be any Pokemon from the national decks. Smart. And Yo, then also nice. turtles are seven tall. Wow. Mark, Seven. so intelligent. Just all the intelligences are belonging to you. Seven what? <laughs> exactly. There. Uh, that's exactly the answer I was looking I mean, for. He can't be he wrong. It. He can't be wrong. <laughs> no, you're right. Um, just take his regular height divided by seven and you got it seven glorps uh and then he really says thanks for answering my question crafting slash repairing weapons is a great addition this is breath of the wild by the way uh but i think mm -hmm. it would have to take quite a lot of ingredients and you could only do it in a certain place like cooking at the campfire to stop mm -hmm. people from crafting mid-fight agreed yeah um as for the dungeons i would want them to be doable in any order keeping with the open gameplay of breath of the wild so i don't agreed. think they should be related to a specific weapon but instead an element from the game already like a water dungeon need good stamina a lava dungeon need heat resistance and ice weapons an ice one need cold resistance and fire weapons for example the beasts just felt like huge shrines and each felt quite similar cheers i okay so i actually did comment i think on this or i said it somewhere too but the one thing i forgot to mention the last time that is also true is the dungeons really all I liked that the shrines all felt pretty much exactly the same. Something about that, like the consistency there. I don't know. I enjoyed it. The music was all the same. They like, just all compiled into being one giant dungeon. Yeah. So like that, different. those were great. The beasts, on the other hand, were like in different areas of the world and were supposed to feel like one of them's a deserty one. One of them's a lava one. But then the insides of them were still exactly the same pretty much. Mm -hmm. So that right. was one of those things where I was like, 
I would like the Dungeons and the Beasts to still feel distinct, where later yeah. you're like, I remember this one room from a dungeon. That was definitely the blah, blah, blah dungeon, as opposed to yeah. like, I don't really know, to be honest, like something from the Rito dungeon. Yeah, it, I'm just picturing a room, and I'm like, I don't know. I had to tilt something, so I guess it was that one. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> well, Breath of the Wild wasn't the first Zelda game to do dungeons in any order, obviously, other than the first Zelda game. Yeah, but like, right. if you think about more modern ones, like, I think Between Worlds handles it really well with the mm. item... Uh, like rental stuff, Rentals, rental stuff. Yeah. There we go. Um, which, which I think would still work, mm-hmm. um, and it's 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 something that could be explored in the next game if they want to continue doing more traditional mm-hmm. dungeons that require. Cause you know, like Zelda games, you pick up the item in the dungeon, and then you solve puzzles with that dungeon mm-hmm. in that dungeon with that item. Which lost from Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild is very much the dungeon is the puzzle in itself, yep. and you have to. What was it? Um, you know, you, you move up the, the slider and the, the trunk goes up or yeah. the other ones from the dungeons I don't remember. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. And it's it's kind of like a Mega Man situation, I guess, where it's like, which order did you do the dungeons in? Yeah. And like, yeah. oh, that's way harder to do that one first. Yeah. Um, and there wasn't a whole lot of that as far as within the dungeons themselves where the the benefits you got from uh, the bird one, Vod, Rito. Rune? Ruto, yes. Um, The benefits you got from that one, by far, was like the most practical thing for just going around the world. So, like, that's a pretty good one to do early on. That and that was the gust, was yeah, exactly. So you got the gust from that, and like Mifa's grace. Those two things, you're set. Like you're good to go. Um, And then the other ones are useful. But so I feel like even having like difficulty discrepancies within them, so that you're like. But would be kind of cool, you know, still good, where they all were about the same, except for the Thunderblight Ganon was just, like, a decent amount harder than the other ones if you had yeah, like, poor reflexes, did, yeah, <laughs> like I yeah, did yeah. for the first little bit. if you didn't have the right weapons, like, yes, all, right. all metal everything, like, uh, uh, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah, exactly. So that's, um, I think a little bit more variety there in theming, but then also difficulty would be cool, where you can do any of them, but it's like, you can do that one if you want. It's going to be tricky, but, like, go for it, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Those things. But, yes, great comment, Mark. Um, Falcon, FCR Kid, says, Mitch, come back soon. I always enjoy having you two on, which I thought was funny because Mitch has never been on. Yeah, you crazy? <laughs> Mitch doesn't actually exist. <laughs> that was just Parker doing, he's auditioning for a voice acting role. Yep. I there, you are long the voices actually that that oh, see, now there was no video for last week. Are you Mitch? Because <laughs> <laughs> you did you did Dreamish mm. earlier, which was good. I heard you do the ah, podcast yes. um, name that game. Oh, you did what, yeah. you did a couple of them, didn't you? And they were like different voices. Like oh, yeah, Mitch isn't real. Yeah, yeah. I just made them up. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I, there was a while where I where I wanted to do like cartoon voices or something like that, just because it's fun. I feel like there's a lot of people that want to do that, but no, my my mom and I. So I I grew up in Europe, so I've just been around a lot of Europe European a, accents a, too. So Europe that's nice. Is a is a not a country. Where did you grow up? Uh, okay, <laughs> so I lived in I was in France, just across the border from Geneva, for about ten years or so. Um, born in the U.S., but moved there when I was a wee little baby. Um, I was good. So I lived there for like 10 years, moved back to the U.S. for two years, and then was in Brussels for six years in Belgium, and then came here for college, and I've been here ever since. You were, so. you were right. You did, you did grow up in Europe. You are correct. I did. <laughs> <laughs> These are places that exist, quite. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's been a good old time. But yeah, I just like doing voices and accents. They are fun. I actually, there was a fun random tangent real quick. Uh, college... 
I, for some reason, decided... So my mom grew up in Australia, so she sometimes has an Australian accent. Like, when she's around other Australians, it you that's just what she does. Yeah, it just, like, turns back on, because that's where she went to school and stuff. But then, otherwise, she has a mostly American accent with a little bit of a tinge. Um, so there was a while in my uh, English class in college, like, freshman year, where I just decided... I'll just have an Australian accent in this class, in this <laughs> class alone. And that turned out fine for most of it. And it was like, I just didn't talk much because I was like, I don't want to be the guy that's like, just, I don't know, being annoying about it. But I was still being dumb because it's just silly and fun. And then a friend of mine ended up randomly dating a girl that was in my class. Oh, and I was no. like... <laughs> Well, <laughs> I don't now know what to do Australian. now. So, yeah, I, I like I talked to her and I was like, yeah, well, my dad's American and my mom grew up in Australia. So just, you know, both and which is true. And uh, yeah, it was just funny and awkward, though. <laughs> so there you go. There's that stuff. But enough about me. Let's talk about you guys. Uh, last but not least, you can ask us some questions. Oh, I didn't even read the rest of Falcon's comment. Uh, he said, if I could present a game at E3, it would be Formula Zero Grand Prix 2560. Um, F-Zero. Parker, oh, yeah. I regret to inform you that I died in the watching of this video this week. I came back to listen to your podcast, though. Oh, thanks. That was kind. Great. Last but not least, you can ask us questions. Uh, talk to us in Discord. We're hanging out in there, sometimes more regularly than other times. So, uh, But talk to us on Discord, and then also you can ask questions uh, on the YouTube community page or just tweet at us, which we never get questions tweeted at us that we talk on here. So if you want to do that, just do it. I just don't usually... See, that's that's another thing. I got to start asking for it on oh, Twitter. Oh, I guess I so, yeah. post it on Twitter. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, here we go. people there ready to go in. What'd you say? Is that right? You're right. You've got about 4,000 ish followers, right? You could probably. Yeah. Get a good chunk I mean, of I would definitely get questions if I tweeted it out. I mm. just don't think to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, last but not least. So, uh, Bagel Denison asks I'm mostly excited for. Hello, Bagel Denison. Uh, I'm mostly excited for your level design insight. Could you include any initial or extra thoughts about it in the podcast? Uh, so the biggest thing for me, like I like I was saying, was like theming it and making sure that like it's well crafted and not just this thing that's hard for the sake of being hard. Um, so like I already put the level out, so I can talk about like the process with that mm-hmm. and how I thought about that. Where it's like um, I wanted to focus on bullet bills, and there's two different kinds of bullet bills where you can do the like home seeking bullet bills, and then you can do the regular bullet bills. I don't want to mix and match that because like initially I was like, okay, let me like ramp it up and say like, okay, here's the regular bullet bill, mm-hmm. and then ramp that up in some way and make it different. Like introduce it in a safe way of like here's a bullet bill it's firing at you then the next thing here's a bullet bill there's more enemies that are forcing you into that bullet bill but you have to avoid both of them um and i was like okay but like then i had to do that again and reintroduce it with the home seeking bullet bills Mm -hmm. so why don't i just separate that separate them completely and put the regular bullet bills on the bottom level which would be like the easy version Mm -hmm. and then on the top version put the um like the home seeking bullet bill mm-hmm. so that's that was like my my thought around that and said like okay how can i get people in like compromising situations that they can get out of mm-hmm. um with easy enough like not easy enough but like enough time to be like, oh okay i gotta redirect here you know I gotta <laughs> what's challenge did you use out of curiosity uh 3d world nice no particular reason it was just the first yeah. one that they put me in so i was like yeah. okay cool i'll use this <laughs> I do wish um, there was a way within the level design stuff. Um, I would like to do like there's like secret endings is the thing that'll happen. And I guess mostly, you know, people will do them 
anyway. So I guess that's a thing that I, to think about. But I wish there was a way in any case to show like this person completed the level, but this person completed the level and got like more right. coins or like an extra something or other where it's like yeah, I wish with I could distinguishments see, or whatever. Because like with this, it's I mean, it's like a Sonic level where it's like it's two paths. It's two mm-hmm. ways that you yep. can beat the level equally as like uh, valid. Yeah, like, so easy mode and hard mode, basically. Right. So I want to know like what is the the direction that most people went in or mm-hmm. like what, what was the one that actually what because like in my mind, I thought, okay, this one is the hard version of this level mm-hmm. but like what actually is you know like, <laughs> you see yeah. everyone's deaths when they played it hmm? i think so yeah you can, mm-hmm. just see yeah, you can, you can see most, like right? where people died at on there like well at least in the first game i didn't really look at it um because i literally uploaded this and then we started recording this podcast so i don't know what what the like ui looks like <laughs> yeah. when you look at the level now but in the original mario maker there would be like x's where people died at right. mm-hmm. but i don't think it shows you what direction they went in to oh, clear it right i guess the only way you'd know is if oh, yeah, people cool. speed run it for or whatever like whoever you know whatever their time is you would know so i guess that's one way to do it is like make the hard thing be able to be done faster if you do it more quickly where's the easy mm-hmm. one if you like want there to be incentive for that um but even then, like sometimes what I'd like to do, so like my, actually the next question, Pitar35 asks, are slopes worth the wait? And the level that I'm building actually is based around slopes for a, a thematic reason. Um, and so like, I wish I could do an extra room at the end that's like, also, if you want to do this extra room, here's this extra one. And it's like, you know, more challenging and stuff like that. Um, but then people could you know get something for that but there's just not mm-hmm. really a way because it's because like with the way you're doing it with the two paths you could make the one path the like harder path just be faster if you do it perfectly so that then like that person you know gets the highest leaderboard thing or whatever but i don't know maybe at the same time people don't really care about some of that kind of stuff and just want to play levels and have fun so <laughs> i don't yeah. really know but our slips worth the weight honestly they're pretty great like all yeah. things considered, I, I used them a good. little bit. Yeah, but I, I feel like they, they matter more to you now because that's what you centered your first level yeah. around. But I just used them as like a comma, you know, yeah. like just to like make the level feel more cohesive, less so than to be like, oh, this is a core mechanic of the game. Like, yep. uh, there's a part of the level where I kind of wanted it, people to think like, oh, maybe I have to slide down mm. this, but it actually <laughs> like put you in a worse situ- uh, like a worse position if you slide down. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, like I used it in that way, but I didn't really feel the need to like mm-hmm. use it for like which eventually i'm going to do that i want to like look at all the like all the mechanics that are like fleshed out enough to make a level centered mm-hmm. around it or maybe one other thing and do that like i did with this where i think the yeah go ahead the uh just the core mechanics of this or the core items that i use where i used fire hammer bros and i used the the two different bullet bills yep um the um i went from within an hour period playing New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe to the story mode of Mario Maker 2 when it came out last night. Mm. And like, I think the slopes did help to just make it feel like it's still playing even the story mode levels. I could tell like these are made within the limitations of Mario Maker. Like it's not, you know, like Nintendo made these, they're great, well-made levels, but they still like there's some limitations that they had to, you know, to fall yeah, to pretty much. It was made with a template. Yeah, exactly. So, but I think slopes, for example, are one of the things that helps push it past that to where it feels less like 
there's less distinguishing between the two and it's closer in any case so like it feels more organic for that reason because stuff is like it's just more flowy and i don't know that's just fun instead of just everything being stair-steppy but i'm enjoying it i'm looking forward to enjoying it even more but what you guys can also enjoy that was i said that weird um everybody <laughs> that's it i think any last thoughts for you guys before we close up shop uh yeah, I've got. Let me let me. Can I uh, do my plug? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Yeah, nice. Okay, so um, I write for a lovely little website called Loopots.com. Mm-hmm. Run by a great team. We have a podcast called the Podcast. Uh, you can find it on most streaming platforms and on YouTube every Thursday. Um, we have a Discord that you can find on our Twitter. Uh, you can go to Loopots.com and you can see all of our uh, articles and our reviews. Uh, we're always posting things on twitter and we're always or recently more recently we're streaming on twitch um especially directs and things like that um and you can always follow me on twitter at mexel right or you can uh follow pixelpar who you probably already are following uh <laughs> whose name is jack jack parsons by the way uh, it's, it's a little exclusive for you um so yeah thanks thanks for having me on guys i'm uh, really appreciated being yeah. able to come on here and chat video games with you um mm-hmm. sure thing and i look forward to maybe coming on again if you let me if you have me for sure definitely yeah, i love see that's the thing um I'm like I don't think to ask people to be on here. I just assume that they know that it's an open invitation. Right, yeah. So they'd be like, "Hey, I have some time on Friday or whatever when we record this. Can I be on directly?" Yeah, man, cool. <laughs> you know, like I don't. I, so, whatever. You know, it's really more up to you than it is to us. Mm-hmm. Well, it, this actually was up to you. you it specifically came from you. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Well, nice. Well, Max, yes, we have very much enjoyed. I mean, you and I talk fairly often on Twitter, mm-hmm. just anyway, publicly or in private, and it's just fun and whatnot. So, uh, thank you for being on. I'll. I may even. Th- your plug was very, very late in the podcast, so like, I don't want people to miss it. So I might just like put it like in the description. Yeah. And all that right. Yeah. yeah. So. Because, you know, that's important hey, stuff. Just keep the guys happy. Yeah. <laughs> I, told, I mean, I told, we told him to plug it in the beginning. And, yep. he, uh, and he said, yeah, no. I did. I did. I, it was, didn't feel natural. Yeah. He did right. it to himself. That's, <laughs> I get that. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it for this week. This episode directly to you. This is episode 68. We, uh, we'll talk again next week about more stuff and <sighs> things. I'm going to miss 69. I, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I'll have another level done. Hopefully. Yeah. I want to try it tomorrow. That's uh-huh. what I'm doing. All deck. Nice. Make it Mario Maker levels. Nice <laughs> Saturday tomorrow, yeah. That's going to be so Goodbye, good. Goodbye, people. Bye, everybody. See All you right. next week. See you later. <laughs>